0: it's time
1: to turn on the lights and just go fucking live this is the terrible terror podcast now in this episode i'm going to be talking with two of my friends patrick
2: hey
1: and phantom dark dave yo yo and we're going to be talking about all sorts of uh, video games horror related as well as what scared us as kids so sit back relax and enjoy the show
3: the Terrible Terror Podcast is recorded in front of a live studio audience.
1: Okay, that's enough of that bullshit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hi, everybody, and we are live for the very first time for the Terrible Terror Podcast. Uh, I am joined this time by the host of the Paranormal Pativity Podcast. That is Patrick, over what across do? from me. And out from Texas. Joining us via Skype, it is Phantom Dark Dave of Dave's Pop Culture Podcast and Black Cat Shadow.
2: There's no yeehaw here. I just say what's up. <laughs> well,
1: no yeehaw. I'm. I mean,
3: you're recording from Texas. Are you recording from the uh, basement of the Alamo?
2: We all have basements in Texas But the Alamo does have a basement
1: Now now are you still mad at Ozzy uh, Osbourne See normally I get to edit this shit So when I do something yeah, people like People
3: don't realize how much you st- st- st-
1: st- stutter no? Yeah that's right <laughs> Look like,
3: okay. Sound like the Dudley Boys in the early 90's
1: <laughs> So like I was trying to say Do you get mad at Ozzy Osbourne still For uh, pissing on the Alamo He only did it once right I think so and he was banned after that
2: yeah, I think there's a rule that if you pee on the Alamo, as long as you bite the head off of a bat, you're redeemed that one time. So if he was to piss on the Alamo again, he would just have to, you know, decapitate a
1: bat. Oh, okay. So decapitate this time, not just bite the head off of it. Yeah.
3: So, <laughs> so what if he just shows the scene from Little Nicky over and over?
1: Oh, Jesus Christ. No CGI.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs>
1: fucking little Nikki! don't
3: hate on little Nikki. that was a great movie yeah that
1: was my first dvd your first dvd yep Uh
3: uh-huh partially why i brought it up i remember him saying that was his first dvd
1: (laughs) (laughs) why do i not remember this shit i remember that it's the whole blockbuster episode (laughs) of your life and i'm fucking (laughs) retarded um
2: must be those cocaine robes
1: that's right it's my cocaine robes god damn it I, i can't i can't joke around anything around you man or or fuck up <laughs> first Got it's corn memory. trees and say, now it's, fucking it's all that
3: farming off. you do on the corn trees <laughs> yeah.
1: the sun's getting to you <laughs> i didn't bring that back up you did that's true <laughs> uh, so how are you guys doing uh, this fine evening on a lovely friday night
3: well i'll go first um not too bad yesterday was my birthday um and the yeah, day yeah, before you had that a
1: birthday didn't you what's that I said you had to have a birthday didn't yeah you?
3: you know that's why i was a little bit late getting here i didn't want to just my grandma came over for my birthday and i just want to be like hi grandma i love you but podcast and just walk out you know but <laughs> um and prior to that i got rear-ended on the freeway so <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> other than that I'm i'm doing pretty good um, yeah, Dave, Dave, I'll have to send you the uh, picture of the car that hit me, because his car is, like, pretty much total, my, he he hit, like, right where my trailer hitch goes, so, my, I don't even have a, really have a scratch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Was that yesterday or today? Uh, actually, uh, Wednesday. Oh, okay, okay.
1: Well. well you hey, know those things, that uh, trailer hitch. That's yeah. right.
2: But other than that, super.
1: Super, how are you been, Dave
2: dave been good, man. I'm uh, I'm quite all right. I'm two hours ahead of you guys, but I'm still rock and rolling and uh, excited to get this podcast up and going because anytime we talk about horror is a good time.
1: Oh, yeah. That's right. So I wanted to do a couple of things, uh, maybe a little bit differently than I've done it before. And, you know, I always kind of go through movies and kind of chat and see what's going on. Um And uh, I I really, you know, I did the the podcasts on these video game horror movies, and it really started getting me thinking about horror video games in general. And then I also want to use it as a bridge to the next topic that, uh, you know, the next set of movies that I'm going to be doing. Uh, So, first up, like, what is your guys' experience with horror video games? Oh,
3: man. I love them. I mean, really, besides, like, say... Like right now, I'm deep into God of War, or where I play, say Gears of War, where it's like, um, you know, more action adventure kind of thing. But my love is horror uh, horror games. I love playing them. I love the. Uh, I love it when you can sit there, even if it's like in the middle of the day, and be able to play a game and still get creeped out or get that good jump scare. I mean, yeah, you should play them at night, but. Even when you're playing them during the day, you know there's, there's just more of a feel of it at night. But to be able to still get scared during the day, it's it's great. And I mean, there's some games that considered, I guess you could say, horror survival or whatever. Like say a Dead Island or um, what's that other one I was playing? Um, it's like Zonami's. Left 4 Dead. No, not Left 4 Dead. Well, I, mean, I guess that could be one too. But it was it was more like RPG ish. It was uh, Dying Light. Like, they, those have some good jump scares in them, but for the most part, um, I get, the difference between Dying Light and Dead Island is Dead, the uh, Dead Dying Light had more of that creepy, creepy feel to it because, like, you, you're just running around the city and you hear, like, the zombies and you hear the creatures. And, um, there was a good jump scare in Dying Light the first time you saw, um, they were called, um, what the hell do they call violators or oh something like that. They were basically super infected and they can't come out during the day because the sunlight or like UV light will kill them. And so you're doing your first mission at night and you're going to find these supplies and you're, you're right next to a fence and all of a sudden you hear this scream and this thing just jumps out at, through the fence at you. And <laughs> I remember I was playing multiplayer with a friend and um, they kind of warn you that there's something out there at night. So you, if you encounter it, get back to your headquarters. And so my friend was like, "Hey, so because you know, I screamed, I'm not even gonna lie. This thing jumped to the first. Like, oh shit!" <laughs> and he's my friend's like, what, "What the heck? What happened? What happened?" He's trying to catch up to me, and he just sees me sprint past him. I'm like, "Fuck you! I'm out!" And I just kept running. I left his ass behind. <laughs> and so he's like what the hell are you running for? and then also you hear him go oh shit because the damn thing jumped at him but i mean like for the most part like dying light is they have like i said a couple of jump scares and you hear like ah, ah, all these noises in the distance like that dead island you didn't get that it was just zombies moving around mm-hmm. but like for the most part like it's an rpg it's open world so it's not you're not expecting that around the corner scare every two seconds it's not like you know. Um, that's why I didn't really add the uh, they, uh, add that in my list of video game horror because, like I said, that open worldness kind of takes away from the horror.
1: Yeah, there's still the like. It's kind of like that's. It's not necessarily survival horror, I would say, but it's a little bit on like I don't know, I don't know you want to call it a dystopian horror or something like that because yeah. the world's kind of gone to shit and hey look zombies. And exactly. uh, you got to kill zombies, and it 's not like a and there 's a
3: couple of super infected <laughs> uh, super
1: infected zombies. <laughs> Jeez, I really hate when video games like try to do that type of bullshit, and it's just like, okay, well, you could be in a zombie world, and then there's the super zombie or there's the like there isn't another type of like bad guy type of undead creature it 's mm-hmm. always like levels like even f- Resident Evil did that when he had the regular zombies and then you had the like the red zombies or whatever they're called and I'm probably gonna get chewed um, out for that. Red skull. Red skulls or whatever and that were almost unconscious. Crimson skulls Crimson skull zombies. And it was, was like, like okay Marvel. <laughs> Why you know, at least with the second one they brought in like liquors and stuff like that. So there were different types of monsters to build up past it. But yeah. it just seems like lazy when you're trying to build upon those other yeah, types of monster I mean, types. But
3: then you think about it too is there there would be like you know certain people might take um to inf- the infection a certain way you know what i mean that's that's why they have certain kind of mutations but like the one thing i did like in dying light for example since we're talking about it is they have like the the ideal of is it's not like say all of them are fast or all of them are slow anybody who was freshly bitten like, they had those zombies. Those guys were fast. But then, like, the ones that were around for a long time that decayed, they could barely move. So, to me, it made it more realistic. Well,
0: you know what I mean. Realistic
3: <laughs> more realistic wise. for a video game. Yeah. Because yeah. when, hap- when it really happened down in uh, Puerto Rico, you know. No. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Exactly.
1: <laughs> we really had this going on yeah. uh, here Based in the US. on a true story. <laughs> <Dying> oh, <life. laughs> it's, it sounds like another fucking video game movie. <laughs> What about I mean, you, Dave? Uh, I mean, what's your experience with the horror video games uh, like that have okay. been out there?
2: It's funny because I was prepared to say, I haven't really played many horror video games. But as Pat was throwing out some titles, I was like, oh, oh, yeah, oh. And I think some of the biggest ones, too, was uh, House of the Dead. I know you just covered that movie yeah. um, this past month. but I yeah, will never I remember, die. You're right. I remember going to the arcade A, playing House start of the that Dead. do shit on me. <laughs> but then also playing it on the uh, original Xbox. And so that's that's a lot of cool, you know, a lot of good times because you can have the uh, remote guns in your hand and any time that's interactive like that. Yeah. You know, I forget. Do they do that now, like, for the modern systems like PlayStation and, and Xbox One? Do they have the, you know, controller guns anymore or is that done?
1: That seems like it's pretty much done, like it's relegated to just arcades. So, like, you yeah, still yeah. have... House of the Dead seems to be continuing on and other zombie games. And there's actually a really cool uh, Alien game that came out a while ago that uh, is basically a light gun game. But there seemed to be only available in the arcades. They tried it, I think, with the PS3, but it didn't really work so well. Um, I don't know if the 360 had anything like that. I think Not somebody really. had something.
3: Yeah, I really don't remember anything. The Wii pre-season. did. Yeah, the Wii oh, did. Oh, yeah,
1: the the Wii had a ton of crashes. You're basically using the Wii remote as a light well, gun. I mean, the,
3: Wii, the Wii now, what the hell is it? Or Switch, sorry. Switch has that thing with the cardboard boxes where you can make the different Oh, yeah, things, right? you might
1: be able to take a Labo and make it Labo. into a, you know, a, a fun little light game or some shit like that. If you can figure out how to fucking code for it. I don't <laughs> think I'm going to spend my time sitting there with a Labo going, Oh, I'm going to put this together and put it... A- Meanwhile, I'm still just barely trying to make, like, the fucking fishing line or some shit like
0: that. Put A <laughs> into go
1: slot a B. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, no. We're not going to go there. Uh, so, what, the main reason, like, I wanted to talk about it was there was a, a game from my past that, that kind of got me into, like, the horror game genre, which was Splatterhouse. And I don't know if either of you two have ever played this game before.
3: I've never played it, but I have heard of it.
1: Dave?
2: No experience with it.
1: So basically it's and they did remake this for the three sixty and it was an okay game. It was entertaining for what it was. But it basically was about a guy and his girlfriend that go to meet somebody in a manor, and she gets kidnapped and he gets left for dead, and then there's the terror mask, which looks just like Jason Voorhees' uh, you know, hockey mask, attaches to his face, and then he becomes all buff and like basically has to go through this haunted mansion killing all this undead and all these other creatures to try to get to his girlfriend uh to save her and that was like kind of the base thing that was going on and I remember I had asked my mom this was back like we somehow we had a TurboGrafx-16 and that's how I played this I had three games for it I had that Keith Courage in the Alpha Zones and then um Devil's Crush which was like a demon pinball game where you would use the pinball to fight against like undead and demons and shit like that which is really odd but it was a lot of fun but the, that was like the three things i had for the stupid thing and i could never finish splatterhouse because it just got so hard uh but it was literally like you're going through the underground sewers and you're splashing people like they had these water monsters you need to take a two by four and hit them and splash them against the wall Or you could take the uh, like these brain things and like you'd hit them and it disintegrate into a pool of blood. And here I'm like, when I came out, I shouldn't have been playing this game, but I loved the shit out of it. You know, I don't know how I convinced my mom. Oh, Splatterhouse is the way to go. And this is well before we had like M for Mature or T for Teen or whatever it was. Because this would have been an M-rated game back in the day. Because it's just full of like. They even changed some things. Like in one room, you had to fight all these like. Different uh, pieces of furniture coming at you that were like possessed. Um, and one of the things on the wall was an upside down cross. There was something else later where there was another upside down cross, but they changed it to something else in the US version because oh, we can't have the kids deal with, uh, you know, signs of the devil, but they can watch the exorcists all they want if their parents <laughs> are bad parents, that is. Um, but, or cool parents, you know, be cool the parents, cool mom. <laughs> yeah, guess, it's okay. they got to learn to watch what you want. Be like my grandpa. Oh, yeah, you want to watch uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? You're going to have bad dreams, but you can watch it. <laughs> oh, how about we watch Tales from the Dark Side? Let's go for it. Uh, but that was like that was like my introduction to, like, not just, like, something a little more gory in, in terms of video game. Because, you know, you play Mario forever, or you happen to play Sonic the Hedgehog or whatever is available, and everything's all cutesy nice. And that was the first game where it was just like, Yeah, we're going to be as brutal as we possibly can be. Especially when you got to get, like, the meat cleaver and you could, like, cleave through guys as they were coming towards you. And uh, the guy that had chainsaws on his arms with a bag over his head attacking you. And even, uh, spoil alert for a game that's probably, like, 30 years old now. But your girlfriend, she gets, like, she turns into this giant monster and the animation of her ripping out of the clothes and everything like that and turning into this like hideous oh, beast. So that poor bastard didn't even get to hit it one last he time? He didn't get to hit it one last time, no. She became a monster and tried to kill him. So you had to kill her. She was a bitch to fight, too. Ugh.
3: She was nagging you the whole time. And... <laughs>
1: She's she like, go make the bet You don't treat me right anymore. <laughs>
3: <laughs> We're going to my mother's. <laughs>
1: That's right. You're taking the kids. I'm getting a spa day. <laughs> I'm sure uh, if, uh, if you know... Well, your wife, she hears that all the time there, uh, Pat. What's that? <laughs> so she I needs a, a, a spa cheer. day? Yeah, she needs a spa day from you.
3: Shit, I need a spa day from her. What are you talking about? <laughs> she didn't even get me that before my birthday. Ain't that a bitch?
1: Oh. Ugh. See, that ain't cool.
3: Well, I mean... <clears throat> for me... I'm trying to... I can't really think of the first... Maybe it was probably... Like, straight horror game that I played, because... I think it was probably Resident Evil. But Resident Evil 2 was always my favorite. Any yeah. any game except for Resident Evil 6 with Leon... Was, I love Leon. That's my favorite character. I'm not going to get into Resident Evil 6, because that game is just fucking horrible. Um, But to me, Resident Evil 2 changed the game, of uh, the way things were, you know, with the monsters and everything, and then Resident Evil 4, when they came out, like, it was not just about zombies, and, you know, there was, like, a play thing that was controlling people, and you had a guy coming at you, talking about a chainsaw and a mask, and a hood, I mean, like, a hood. <laughs> you yeah, that, that guy was, coming like, right, at right you.
1: away, too, in that game, wasn't it? Oh,
3: yeah, it was, like, in the first ten minutes, and... That that game gave you so much anxiety because you're trying to run. You know, you, you're, you're, especially when you first start off, you're low on ammo, and you're running around trying to survive a whole village of these, you know, people coming at you. And then all of a sudden, here comes this guy that could take hella bullets. You have only a a pistol, unless you found the shotgun, which a lot of people didn't know was upstairs in the bedroom. Um, and he just came at you until. Either you could kill him, or until you outlast it until the this bell goes off and all the villagers wander off into this church. But like, and he's a one hit shot. If he gets you, you're dead. You're getting your head chopped off. So you get this anxiety of these of, of them coming at you, and it was just to me awesome. Um. I, I can just keep rambling about these games, so I don't want to keep, like, I'm, I'm waiting for you guys to queue <laughs> in so I don't just keep rambling because if we're talking about video games, you know me.
1: Yeah, no, I do. <laughs> yeah, you know me. Um, down with a P-A-T. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's one of those things, like, I, I feel that, like, horror movies in general, they kind of make you have, like, I feel like I kind of get desensitized to horror films like current horror films like i i view them as these like wonderful worlds that you can kind of explore like a quiet place for example i'm not spoiling anything with the film but just the like the setting of it and what you kind of get and seeing how maybe they can get certain scares out of you that i'm not i'm not usually seeing with most horror because with most, like, larger horror films, or I don't want to say, larger is kind of a weird word, but more uh, well-distributed horror films, the ones that actually make into to the theaters, they just kind of go blah on me. And then when you watch them at home, I don't get the same type of feelings that I do when you see it in the theater with a bunch of people. Like, mm-hmm. it's rare that a horror film can actually scare me, make me jump, do, you know, make me really kind of freaked out. And then, you know, every once in a while you get a a thing that comes along like that. But I feel sometimes that horror video games kind of replace that for me. Like, there hasn't been a good one in a while, to be honest. And the last one that really did it to me, and... uh, Well, I should say the Outlast games kind of messed with me quite Mm -hmm. a bit. Because that really had the sense of, um, like, you you have a limited supply. And in that case, you know, you have battery packs and that's, it, that's the yeah. only way that you can see in the dark is by putting on your night vision and then shit's all weird. And, um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's really creepy in that regard, but in terms of a game where you actually have like action and you can do more than just kind of a hide was, uh, dead space. And, and to an extent, dead space too, where the universe itself, I remember wanting to dive into that. So, so much. I mean, Dave, you can't see it, but he's got a tattoo uh, on him of the marker um, on his... If you've ever played Dead Space before, I, which I'm not sure that you have, but it's like uh, a, the, the whole theme around that game, it's sci-fi horror, where the only way that you can kill the monsters is actually by dismembering them. And sure. the first one, your main character didn't talk, uh, and it really added to the suspense of the game, and the fact that everything's worked kind of like Resident Evil where you have limited ammo. But everything was always in real time. And it was always like, okay, well, I have to do this or I have to go through my inventory. Or I have to change this weapon or I'm going here. And there's always the risk that something could be coming at you at that moment. And it made you basically not safe while you were playing the game. And I feel that, like, at times when, when horror video games do that, it's it can be better than a movie at least the way that we get delivered most of our horror movies now it's not to say that the classics still don't do something for you and you don't enjoy it but that feeling of like dread and fear i don't necessarily get from a lot of modern horror nowadays
0: well
3: did you did you ever play dead space no, oh. I, I
2: knew of the game because um, somebody had told me like that I would really enjoy it, beside the fact that I don't really play a lot of modern games, but some, I would enjoy it just because it's horror-based. But yeah, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, it made a couple of um, animated horror films too, right? Yes,
1: it yes. did. Yeah. It has one that um, takes place before everything goes in the events of the first one, and then there's one I think that's in between the first and the second. See yeah.
2: that's where I come in because typically somebody would go see the horror movie because they played the game, and it, it's a flip for me when I see the horror movie. It makes me wonder if I should play the game.
3: Oh, it it's I would suggest playing. It's like um, like you it's it's like it's a really good horror movie, as in where you're like you look at it like okay, this is where the jump scare is going to be, and then. It's, it's a totally different kind of scare or it's a totally different, nothing that you expected, you know, and and um, like, whereas today, and probably because we've seen so many horror movies, everything's oh. so kind of predictable.
1: I think it's that, and I've talked about it plenty of times before, but it's the PG-13 curse of <laughs> things, right? Where we want to reach out to the mass audiences as much as we possibly can, but we won't you know, hit that R rating to make things more intense. You know, where something that you see on like... um, I I think a lot of foreign films do this very well. And uh, I'm mixed on the movie, but I think Veronica, that movie that came out on Netflix, it's a Spanish movie Mm -hmm. done by the guys that did Wreck.
3: Oh, the one that scared people the Scariest movie ever. It really
1: wasn't the scariest movie ever. Um, (laughs) But in general, that film, like it doesn't sacrifice anything by being a technically like a higher rating film because of the other imagery that's in it. Right. And what we get, and that's why I say with like mainstream, if you want to call it mainstream mm. horror is we, we don't get that. We, we get these stupid, like, Oh, every fucking film has to have somebody being dragged out into the, like the nothingness. Like, how many times do you see that in fucking modern horror? Yeah. Like, it's all the goddamn time. And you can even call it when you're sitting in the theater. Oh, he's going to get dragged down the hallway into the darkness. Yeah. Like, the last movie you and I saw together, Winchester, they fucking did that too. <laughs> like, what kind of bullshit is this? <laughs> it's, it's a classic trope, man. It Shit makes me mad.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, that's why... But see, that's why Dead Space was so good. There's just so many different ways. And the fact, like you said, for the most part, there's no music in it. You know, it's quiet because you're out in space. You know, that's why Dead Space was so great. But then there's like other other um, games that, like for example, um, Condemned and Condemned 2. Those two were really great games and they were like, it had a horror survival to it too, where you're a cop and you're trying to do this investigation into this whole, you know, like kind of cult weird thing. And like, but it was like different scares. It didn't have to be a ghost or a zombie or a monster. There's a scene in the second game. And I, it's one of my favorite scenes. And you, you, you just escaped this. I forget exactly what you, you were running from, but you escape something. You go to this cabin <clears throat> And you think it's gonna be all right, cool. Couple of minutes of, you know, calmness, and all of a sudden you're getting chased through the cabin, through a, a, a from a a bear, and like you're thinking, okay, a horror game, but this is it's like a regular bear. But the scene is so intense, um, like there's a part where you're climbing through the um, in between the walls. And like it just sticks its head right through the wall, like right in the middle of you climbing, it like almost gets you. You know, it's, it's but to me like it doesn't always have to be some weird violent creature or well, okay, a bear being pretty violent. But I mean you know what I mean? It's not like some mutating <laughs> it, it, zombie, doesn't have to ghost, be monster. Some, like,
1: okay, well a bear. I guess this yeah. can't be violent <laughs> you know, it could be like a chihuahua, okay. Well that's kind of a violent creature. But then you could just kick the fucking chihuahua. Yeah. Now uh, I had heard you... I think we talked a little bit before, Dave. Um, and there's one game from my past that I believe that you've played that used to scare the crap out of me when I was young. And it was because I was so afraid of the character and the way that... In the, the movie, should uh, the the game, to me, is kind of shitty. And that's Friday the 13th on the NES. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember when all of a sudden the music starts... And then, you know, Jason is going to be coming, coming after you. And then, like, it changes. But the game is so terrible.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a very misleading.
1: Well, there was a whole generation, I think, of NES games that were completely misleading. And the only one that was kind of okay was the Friday the 13th one. I thought that that one was, was decent, you know. But it still didn't quite live up. Like, how are you going to turn a, a franchise like Nightmare on Elm Street into uh a video game you know and make it oh here you go kids like i'm gonna try to reach out to you that really shouldn't be watching this movie series
3: right but you know always remember about the power power club jesus christ (laughs) we're not here to talk about the wizard okay (laughs) it's so
2: bad (laughs) what do you think uh, so you know They've rebooted the Friday the Thirteenth idea for a video game, and it's it's been super successful now. Do you think they'd have the same success with a rebooted Nightmare on Elm Street game?
1: Ah, uh, that's a good question because I'm not terribly sure. Now, I don't have a lot of experience with the that Friday the Thirteenth game. I know Patrick does to an extent.
3: Yeah, I I've um, played it in like, it, well, <laughs> played it in like five months because. <laughs> I thought
1: you're gonna say like 15 years oh
3: i'm talking about the new the new the remake game okay. um they so... no he
1: he spends every thursday night he makes sure he goes through the old nes friday 13th,
3: right? <laughs> i was playing that game a lot and then oh god this pisses me off still so i was jason and it had like a glitch or something and like i So if you step in front of a vehicle, he's supposed to automatically just smash the the car and they have to try to distract you while they fix it and restart the car. Well, he would not stop the car. For some reason, they were able to just drive through me or it would just drive around me. He wouldn't stop the car. So then I went to check the map and it teleported me all the way on the other side of the map. So everybody escaped and I was... (laughs) I said, "Fuck it, I'm done." I just turned it <laughs> off. I was like, "I'm done." And I haven't gone back since. <laughs> and apparently, everybody tells me they fixed it with a patch, but I've just been so pissed off.
1: But I think if they took, if they took that like idea of say, there's you know there's a bunch of teenagers and they did that style where somebody gets to take the control of Freddy and has to kill all of them. It's it's weird. It's like them trying to wake up. I guess would be the ideal, right? right? so instead of them trying to just escape uh, Crystal Lake and get away from Jason, which in all honesty, none of, none of them would ever be able to, right? They would just be fucking slaughtered at some other point uh, in their, it doesn't matter where they're going, you know, Jason's gonna catch up to them, but I guess trying to wake up or become a dream warrior, like who gets Ooh. to be the wizard? And <laughs> who gets to be shot up with all the heroin? Like, yeah, <laughs> that's you. That, oh, that's me, thanks. <laughs> I, I like where this is going. Hey, you know, you get to be the heroin guy, uh, Patrick. You I can mean be wizard? In all,
3: in all honesty, I mean, you got the long hair and the beard, kind of hippie ish. Oh, oh, so, you you know, look like kind of a, a Mexican heroine. You remember <laughs> Blood In, Blood Out?
1: And <laughs> like to let you know that I'm 50% white, okay? <laughs> that's what. <laughs> it's just, it's not suck. helping your case yeah. No I'm not <laughs> well, Okay are you fine like, you Walter wanted... White over here You're gonna say, be 50% right. meth 50% heroin I was gonna say, what I was gonna say
3: is, when You're not doing the heroin You're doing the meth <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well think of it like
2: this For the video game idea um, I like what you said About having to you know try to wake up what if, there, if there's a timer and when the timer goes off you have to be able to pull Freddy or a piece of Freddy out of your dream so the whole time somebody gets to play as freddie and similar similar to like what they talk about in part three where you can pull people into your dreams that's how you can connect with somebody online you can invite them into your game
1: well, and
2: then together cool. you yeah and together you have to try to catch Freddy it, you know before sound... he stabs you up
1: Like, if if you ever played a Dark Souls game, like, they kind of do those things where they allow people to enter into their game by leaving markers or inviting or whatever. And some people can actually just invade the game. Like, somebody could be Freddy and could invade other people's games. Like, if they got the time frame or whatever to do it, like, you maybe, kind of an interesting idea, say everybody gets so much time Per day to be Freddy whenever they want to be Freddy, right? And during that time, they could basically jump into other people's games, and yeah. just like they're jumping in between dreams, right? And then they could—it could be the other way too—that somebody's like, "Well, Freddy's here in mine now. I'm gonna invite people to be able to come into my game so we can hopefully stop Freddy."
0: Hmm.
1: I think well, we something I like. Yeah, something this. I like
2: about the whole series too. Imagine all the characters you could be. Namor had so many awesome characters.
1: Yeah, but I don't think I want to want to be his uh, his baby. Was that in the fifth one?
2: <laughs> Jacob. <laughs> no, but you could be Mark Patton.
1: I could be Mark Patton. I could also be Giant Depp and just die in a bed.
2: <laughs> but you'd come back in part six on the TV. <laughs> oh, another well, drug reference. See? There you go.
1: <laughs> oh, and I could go into prime time, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to prime time, bitch. <laughs> I could be a part of my favorite line in Nightmare on Elm Street history. Uh, that would be awesome, actually, if you could kill people in that way too. And then it has all the quips, like Robert Englund does all the little voiceovers and everything like that. And you kill people, and you could have That's it like cool. like pop up like dialogue on the side when you're getting ready also, to kill like,
2: them, So you could do like, I "Got your nose." <laughs>
0: well,
2: think about Jason. it. So with the Friday the 13th game they selected only a couple of maps so when you think about the Nightmare on Elm Street series let's say we go through the idea of a few maps i like your idea of dream warriors just have that mental institution you know this what is it a and it's like a sleep clinic place but they can stay there that would be a, a cool place to go to and have yeah. the whole puppet thing happen
3: the junkyard you get the dog pissing on the grave
2: <laughs> right
1: god damn it Freddy's back <laughs> yeah and then you know of course the boiler room is always gonna be the uh, mm. the big area maybe that could be like the hub where if you're gonna like repair yourself or something like that it's Freddy you maybe get your ass kicked a little bit so you need to go into the boiler room and hide until you can regenerate
2: he keeps little kids in the boiler room so he's gotta go back and kill them just to get energy
1: Nancy's there house yeah Nancy's house that would be a good one especially yeah. when you like the fun house mirror like area yeah you can actually, if you were Freddy, you could, like, split yourself between the different mirrors and then pick the one that you're going to actually be behind and wait for people to pop in.
2: Do you think Freddy would ever go invisible like he did in part four?
1: Uh, I don't know if they'd do that. I'm wondering Just if they'd do the giant wall. snake.
2: Oh. You got
1: the giant
3: great. snake.
1: Yeah. Uh, there's so many, like, possibilities they could do with it. What? This is like a billion-dollar idea that we're having right here.
3: Like I said, copyrighted.
2: Today. Copyright <laughs> Terrible Terror Podcast. Uh there's somebody talk- out there working on it right now. Like, yeah. Oh my god, somebody's heard our ideas. <laughs> so no, no, no. Well well
3: switching it up, um talking about movie franchises though, was you want to talk about a good game that was like survival horror was Alien Isolation.
1: Uh see I've never played that before. Oh god, it's so good.
3: Dude, that game is so good. You you can't stop the the um, the alien. The, like you can get a flamethrower and slow it down, but that's about it.
1: And, and don't you play as like Ripley's daughter?
3: Yeah, you're playing as Ripley's daughter, and and you're trying to find out what happened to your mom. And um,
1: she she got a cat, <laughs> <laughs> but. She, she traded me in for a goddamn cat. <laughs> Did you hear about that book? Did you see that uh, that one post? Yeah. Where they're going to bring out a book. I don't know if you heard about this, Dave. But they're, somebody's writing a book from the perspective of the cat mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> in Aliens.
2: No, that's news to me.
1: Yep. Um, um, but,
2: Pat, so I was at a Half Price Books the other day. And I was looking through the DVDs alphabetically. And... When I went across the Alien section, I'm pretty sure I saw a DVD called Alien Isolation. Is that related? It might have been the
3: game. I don't know if they had a movie called Alien Isolation. Maybe there's well, some type of, like, asylum
1: movie?
2: Well, and that's what it was, too. Is it The cover was so close to being one of the Alien movies. And I remember I looked at it, I go, what is Like, I've never heard of this Alien movie. And I pulled out, flipped at it, and I go, oh. Like, the quality looked bad, Right. But then I flipped over and looked at it again, and I'm like, "Man, that's really close to the actual alien logo." You know, because, the style of the box. So. Well, I know the the cover for the game.
3: It was like, um, it was the, your main character, like in her um, suit, space suit, and you could see like uh, in the reflection of the glass on her helmet, you could see an alien.
1: A Xenomorph, please. Excuse me, I was a Xenomorph, <laughs> you're correct. My
3: bad. Um, but, but like I said, yeah, so, and the other thing that it makes the game even more intense is, so I played it with the connect. so if you do that, or even a, a headset, <laughs> if you play with a headset, it catches your the sounds around you. So if, you know, if something startles you and you make a noise, the alien's going to know where you're at. So it brought in that interaction and there was a time I was playing the game and my dad was watching a baseball game like all the way down the hallway and he starts yelling at the game. Ah, oh, god damn it! And all the way from there, the, 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 the my Kinect picked it up and next you know I'm getting chased down by the damn alien. Wow. Yeah, but it was so intense. like if you breathe too hard or anything, it, it picks it up. And the other thing is... different. The different places you hide, different techniques you might use to get to scare it off. It starts to it learns it. It's an AI that learns it throughout the game. So something a trap you might set up only work one or two times, and then it learns. No, don't it can't do that. It's going to get injured, so it, it avoids it. So
2: Man, you... that sounds so much cooler than any other Kinect game I ever tried to play. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you mean it's better than rowing down like a river like, oh. on, with a raft?
2: If it wasn't for k- playing Connect sports with my daughter, those games would have sucked. <laughs> she kept it fun.
1: Yeah, that's, you know, I wish I had a daughter to play Connect games with. <laughs> oh, now I'm sad. <laughs> um,
3: yeah, because if you had a son, you couldn't do that either. Right? That's
1: right, because he'd be too manly for connect. <laughs> but no, if, he'd I'm be just thinking, all cans and beer. Let's go. I Come suggest on, Dad. if
3: you if, if, if let's you, do some heroin.
1: Let's do, oh, fuck you. Let's do some
3: heroin and then go go uh, get hey, our crops Dad. from the corn trees.
1: Oh, no, we're gonna take the corn trees and we're gonna distill them into uh, rum. Okay, yeah, whatever you can make corn corn whiskey.
3: Whiskey, yeah. Corn makes whiskey. Yeah, that's uh, Luke Bryant. Oh, um. Jesus. No.
1: <laughs> yeah, see, no, 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 no. If you would have said, oh, Corn makes whiskey, that's Rob Zombie. And like, what? Wouldn't that come from? <laughs> I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, that's. They're all like. That's kind of interesting to think about, like, what fr- other franchises would actually make into like a good game series i mean they've already done it like you said for alien uh and friday 13th has done pretty well um but is there anything else like i know there's that old really old school atari 2600 texas chainsaw massacre game uh which is beyond terrible Um, (laughs) but this is the atari 2600 would that make like an interesting style like game like Either in a game where like where Patrick's talking like an I- Alien Isolation type of game, or in a multiplayer game like uh, Friday the Thirteenth type of game,
3: I think I think it would be I think it would work both ways. Like Friday the Thirteenth, there's someone who's playing in Leatherface and he's just going around finding different people. That that would work. <clears throat> but then at the same time, a game where like that, like you're just trying to escape the house. Or the barn or whatever, um, and he randomly shows up. Kind of like in Resident Evil 3, like how Nemesis could randomly show up at any time. You never knew when he was going to show up, and he'd just attack you. It's like, do you fight him or do you run? (laughs) You run, that's the answer.
1: (laughs) So we actually have Ito here on the chat, and uh, he's saying Haunted House Atari 2600 was a good horror game for the time.
2: See, I never had a, an Atari. My uncle you guys did. You gonna
1: make me go get one?
2: <laughs> You're find I'm all these I was looking at those Atari 2600s. There's a Game Over store all of ten minutes from my house, and you can go buy one.
1: Damn, it's not one of those like really cheesy old school. Um, not old school, but you know those stupid like 2801 thing that they sell. Right. At no, the no, market. this
2: this store Game Over that's up here. It's a uh, you know, modern and vintage mashup type store. You can go in there and they have, dude, you can buy, let's see, let's see if I can, you can buy a virtual boy right now if you wanted to. How much? I don't know. Probably a ridiculous price. They're super expensive. That's why I don't buy it. But (laughs) I always go up there and look at it and kind of drool for a little while. And, you know, look at all the cool people who do buy it and walk like, uh, I mean,
1: <laughs> like Virtual <laughs> Boy, that can't be that much, right? It's kind of like, uh, was Five it games. Wayne? You're like Wayne from
3: Wayne's World, when you would go in and play the guitar for a little bit and just put it back. One day, yeah. you're just going to be like, no, my
2: man, box it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> <Cha-ching>!
0: right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know that they had made a Texas Chainsaw Massacre game for the Atari. I just looked it up and. Oh, it looks so awesome. Like I know it would look like crap. Oh yeah. Because it, it would probably I found play those... like
1: crap too, but man, for back in the day, like cool. those types of games, they and that was one of the first I think for that system too, that was a very like mature rated game, like they wouldn't sell it to miners because you were technically killing people in the Atari twenty six hundred universe and back in you know the eighties that looked like that was ultra violence on there. I mean that was Mortal Kombat for back in the day.
3: All huh? Right. How come they didn't have that scene in Ready Player One when they were playing the Atari?
1: <laughs> oh, that he he wasn't playing on a uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah. instead of Adventure playing the dot. <laughs> oh, I I hope we didn't spoil anything for you for Ready Player One.
2: No. Yeah, he plays um, Atari. Right, uh, but I tell you what. Did you guys ever have the chance to play on the NES Jaws?
1: Yes, uh, my cousins they had that. Like they had all of those like horror style video games that I never got, you know, I always got the cheesy like, you know. I, I was a role playing guy, so well, that's because whenever there's a role playing game. Because well, your that's because uncle my uncle's fucking fan. horror fan that shows them everything, you know. Me seeing aliens and getting my the shit scared out of me and them like all cheering and jumping on the goddamn couch at the same time. <laughs> you know? But yeah, I remember the Jaws game and I remember that being so goddamn frustrating. Like, you have to sail around until you, you know, hit whatever it is, and then all of a sudden Jaws, you're not powerful enough to fight Jaws, and you got to level up, and then eventually you can kill him.
2: Yeah, he pops up a lot, and then you got to hit him, and he goes away. And like you said, there's a lot of drifting, but it was always fun to play just because it was a Jaws game. And that's another thing I was getting at is I'm surprised they just haven't modernized these games and made them insane.
3: I thought you were going to say that you needed a bigger boat. That's right. <laughs> I have no boat, so any boat would do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, but the thing with like, modernized Jaws, I mean, even though it's a classic, like, they're really, they're, when's the last Jaws, you know, that came out? Like, was how long what, ago? Jaws 4? Yeah. <laughs> the
2: Revenge? Yeah. yeah. You'd be Michael Kane. <laughs> or uh, Mario Van Peoples
1: oh, but then you're going to die maybe depending maybe. on which version you watch <laughs> that's right <laughs> what version of the game were we playing is this the one where I live
3: or the one where I die the DLC <laughs> the DLC is the survival or. oh no but I mean that's why I can see something like that Chainsaw Massacre I can see they didn't just have that movie Leatherface not too long ago? yeah
1: they, that was just released yeah, a couple months terrible. ago yeah, that's what I heard.
2: I haven't heard. I haven't heard. I haven't seen it. The best review I can give about that movie was I was really excited for it, and it was o- when it was over. I just didn't care. I didn't have anything cool to say about it. So oh. I, I mean, it's worth watching just because it's part of the franchise, but it just didn't stand out like I'd hoped it would.
1: Yeah, that that always sucks when they do that. And I, I'm actually, you know, I was thinking of other games that could, or other horror franchises that could work. And speaking of something that got canceled. Tremors would be a fun franchise to uh, have a horror yeah. game for. And I know that movie that they were going to build or do just got uh, canceled.
3: You're you're Bert's like, apprentice or something. You're working with Bert and you're
1: learning how to do everything. <laughs> what? I, I don't want to be Ernie. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> hey, Bert. <laughs> Wasn't it Bert? What was his name? Who? Kevin Bacon's character? Oh. oh. Uh, I can't. Th- I haven't seen Tremors in fucking forever. No, he, I was just thinking the that... with the, there's all different types of them now because supposedly yeah. they fly in one of the, the sci-fi s- movies. The second the one,
3: especially, um, I think was Bert.
1: Yeah, see, I can think of Sesame Street. <laughs> he had like the yellow, bastard. Yeah, yeah. Bert had all the weapons. He had the rubber ducky. <laughs> he, was, he had. He was... <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh shit! Well, there's a horror franchise I got to talk about though for sure. Video game wise, uh-huh. Silent Hill.
1: Oh yes, you it, know, says Bert, the guy with the truck with the tons of lights. Yeah. Okay. See, I, I see I was I right. Bert, in a long time. <laughs> um, it, uh, Silent Hill. Yes, that is seems to be one of those franchises where started off so good and then has just gone to.
3: It depends. Though I, mean, I think it depends on the gamer. Honestly, one of the the ones that they say is one of the worst ones, which is the room, the fourth one, is my favorite. One of my favorite ones, and um, and till this day, I don't care. There's a scene. One of the victims, the twin victims, and I post. I think I posted on my Instagram. Uh, but um, the twin victims in Silent Hill Four still creep me out to this day. So there's this guy, his name's Walter, and he's, you know, killing all the, he has all these victims, and they end up coming back as, like, ghosts or monsters or something. And, so he killed these twin kids, and they come back, they have, like, both, like, what are those things called? The, like, Asian, where they have, like, two different, like, the buki head
1: or something, I don't know, some shit. You're talking about the kabuki people? mask or something like that. Yeah. Right.
3: Anyways, it, it's just like a, they're, like, where their cheeks are the Asian
1: people with two heads. What are they called? <laughs>
3: You know the cheeks are puffy and
1: yeah, yeah. You're talking about a kabuki mask. Yeah, there you go. See, I wasn't yeah, that like far kabuki off. Man, Jesus.
3: Anyways, um, it's something like. But they're Man like there's Muslim two of them knows. on one body, but like they have no legs and they have these long arms and they make this sound. It still creeps me out. Like just thinking about it right now, I'm getting a chill thinking about it. And they make this sound and like they swing one arm at you and they come. At, the way they walk is just creepy as hell to see them coming at you. To this, like I said, to this day, this shit still creeps me out. I still remember one scene, or one part of the game. So I, I I left the um, Silent Hill world to go back to my apartment, and when I came back, there was a. It's just a bathroom or something, right? You go back in there, and all of a sudden, there's like this bloody mannequin just standing there, holding something. And I remember coming back, what the hell's that? (laughs) I it made me jump. (laughs) I was like, okay, break time. And then you never
1: went back to that no, game I, again.
3: I beat it, <laughs> but you know the Silent Hill series in general. I mean, it's just great, and, we'll, and God knows if we'll ever get another Silent Hill.
1: Well, yeah, with the way everything has gone with the the creator, and also with Konami being it's so dickish as they are, um, and then like I really was interested in seeing what Guillermo del Toro and uh, Kojima uh, yeah. Hideki Kojima were going to do. Because it really seemed like, with just that little playable teaser, like they were really getting back into something being scary. Like, oh, really, yeah. really scary. If, if
3: you played PT... <laughs> yeah.
1: It was really well done. Um, and, and the the other one that like, that reminds me of... Because, like, you know, the the movies themselves... I know it's not a popular opinion, but a lot of people don't like Silent Hill Revelations 3D or whatever the whole title of that thing is. I still really enjoyed that film. Like, it felt like it was a good continuation and there was this stupid, what, I don't remember who the fuck put out this like list of the worst video game movies ever made and put super Mario brothers towards the top of that list, which is one what? of the shittiest fucking video game movies movie ever. Fucking made. And, and, but they put silent Hill towards the end. And I think that's a great representation of the brand of the game. It's just a good horror movie in general. Uh, you know, the fact they used all the music from the game it's really immersive and really well done and I just feel like the franchise didn't deserve kind of the death that it's had like it really needed to have more readily available like it's it, it always has good like the the tropes of uh, dealing with the psyche and loss and uh you know, the things that you've done wrong, how can you write everything, but you really can't because you're a really broken person and it's just such a good uh you know, series of games. Um Angry Dad has joined us on the chat and he's talking about what about the gauntlet the video game on NES with the stupid wizard when you or whenever you need food or death comes after you? Jesus Christ. Remember those stupid things? Yeah, open up the wrong stupid fucking chest, and all of a sudden death starts walking out. And there's really no way you can stop him. <laughs> I never played that one. Never played Gauntlet. You ever played Gauntlet, uh, there, Dave?
2: I actually bought that game last year for my wife. She used to tell me how much she used to play play Gauntlet Legends all the time. And yeah, it's like a twenty five dollar game. And so I was like, okay, it's worth it. She wants it, I'll buy it. I bought it for her, and. Come to find out, no, man, she used to play the one on Xbox, and so the Nintendo one's a little different, and we got stuck on level two and never got off. (laughs) (laughs) Well worth my $25, let me tell you. sucks.
1: The old school gauntlet was fun, though. though. It was truly like a quarter eater. Even when you played it on the NES, they really didn't change a lot of the what made the arcade game one so addictive because you're constantly losing, losing life and you gotta, you know, get your Did, food. And, you had to
2: use quarters in the any, Super No, any you didn't.
1: Game? Yes, they had a little slot that went directly to Midway. <laughs> you had to
2: pull the memory card out and it's just right there. It's just,
1: yeah. Here you go. If you want to continue, you better f- put a fucking quarter through this trans-dimensional warp that goes directly to Midway. Man, I don't know how they made that technology back in 1987 or whenever the game came out. Oh. Uh, now I remember my friends were addicted to the one that you're talking about, that old uh, Gauntlet Legends. But they used to play in the arcade at the theater that was near here in Union City, uh, and the they Titan. like had a ton of time put on there. And their their names were on the like the top of the best players were because they were always just they would not even go there for a movie. They would just go there to play the damn game. This was when I was in college, so I wasn't around, so I didn't join them in the fun. Uh, But then they told me they had to quit eventually when somebody, like, reset the cabinet. And they lost everything that they had. Because the the game would actually save your characters and your progress on the arcade machine as well. Wow. Yeah. So, once they lost all that shit, you know, that was it. (laughs) So, I can understand your wife's obsession with that game.
2: Yeah. Not so much me, though.
1: No. (laughs) So, uh... I think this is a good time as any to be very awkward and transition into, well, well there's the one last thing that you have to talk just, about.
3: That. I'd like to mention, since we're talking about horror games, I want to at least mention, mention the Fear series, oh, which yeah. was really good. I had a couple of good jump scares in that game. Um, The Suffering was another game by Midway. that I really wish that's a the game they would bring back.
1: Didn't they do a sequel to that one too? They did.
3: The Ties That Bind. I never actually finished that one. I still have it at home in my PlayStation 2 games. I don't have a PlayStation 2, though. Um, Alan Wake, because I think that was just brilliant how they did this whole, you know, it was pretty much going through the pages of his books in his insanity. And another game that came out, um, what, two years ago? Uh which was like you're playing through a horror movie teen slasher,
1: oh until yes, dawn, until dawn. Did you ever finish that? No, I never did. You son of a bitch! I need to fucking finish that game. I bought it and was playing it like crazy, and then I don't remember what happened, and I didn't continue it. But for again, that was actually another horror game that was actually intense. Yeah, but <laughs> it was, uh, it was so like kind of story based, and I think that's why I got so into it like mm. really quick. And I know there's like a. What last time on whatever where they'll make you go through it? Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe I should just start it from the beginning and, and experience the whole story again.
3: Have you ever played that one or heard of that game, Dave? No. So I would I would suggest maybe like YouTube being like a trailer or something. But basically, there's so many different endings to this game. It depends on how you play it, the choices you make. Um, you can either have everybody survive or no one survive or... Three characters survive, four characters survive. <clears throat> it it it's um it gives you choices throughout the game, and like I said, every choice you make has a consequence, but it also has you know, that might be the right even though it might be a somewhat of a consequence, um might be the best way to, to survive the game.
1: Hmm. So like there's there'd be sections where the the killer is coming after the character and depending on how you approach the situation, like do you turn down this hallway or do you go and hide underneath the bed? And maybe you could escape the killer for that moment if you just went a different way, or maybe he catches you right away. Um, you know, and in some cases they actually kill you, in some cases you just get captured, and some you actually get away. It's like playing all of the those slasher tropes. In the movie, but you have control over which way you want those tropes to go.
2: Sounds awesome.
1: Oh, it
3: it was it was it was and like I said, there's not like a main character in this.
1: There kind of is in a way. Yeah, but
3: like where you could think, oh, this person, man, they're they're really focusing on them. And next thing you know, you do something wrong and they're dead. So it's like, oh, I guess they weren't like the main character.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely a thing where all the characters, nobody's safe. Anybody could die. And it's all based upon what you do. And it's got that one guy in it. Um only thing I can remember, I don't remember the actor's name, but he if you have you ever seen Constantine before, Dave? Uh
2: I saw it when it came out, yeah.
1: Okay, you remember the guy that played The Devil? Oh yeah. Yeah, he he Ooh. uh basically mocaps somebody, like his visage is in it. And then the guy that is uh, from USA show, but it's not Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot, the the main actor there, who's going to be playing uh, Freddie Mercury in the Queen movie, Uh, he is one of the guys that also does mocap and is is a part of the game. It's it's really interesting. It's really well done. Uh, it's called Until Dawn. It's worth if anybody is interested in it. You can actually watch movies that people have put up with all the different type of endings and stuff on YouTube. Um, but it's worth checking out uh, if you've never played that before. I think it's it's a really cool. It horror is only movie. on PlayStation Four though. Yeah, that, that is true. Oh, boo! Yeah, well, well.
2: then there's always uh, Twitch videos or something.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's, worth, right. it's worth
2: it though. Um the last one I'll bring up then since I haven't got to bring much to the table is not a game much I played but it, it inspired me to watch the movie. Did you guys happen to see or play Dead Rising?
1: Yes. yes. Jinx. So
2: you got to see the movies too?
1: I haven't seen I, I wasn't aware there there were actually Dead Rising movies.
2: Yeah, no. they're on, they're Crackle exclusives, they're only on Crackle. Oh, but, that's, you know right, what? that's right. That's right. And wasn't what's his name um it seems like Jesse something?
3: Whatever his name is. Um yeah, but what's his name? Who's playing Frank West uh
1: Fuck If I know? I'm, I'm just <laughs> he hearing he about this right now. <laughs>
2: <sighs> or I well, feel like... the movie's called Dead Rising Watchtower and then oh, there's, no, there's a second one, but I thought it was like clock something too. No, it's Watchtower. You're probably thinking <laughs> Clock Tower?
1: Clocktower is that other video game franchise with the scissor man that's chasing Yeah, the yeah, game.
3: yeah. I thought it was called maybe it is Watchtower. But, but yeah, like, I've I've actually played all of them. I played one, two. I even did off the record. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, did you ever play that one? Did Rising Two off the record?
2: No. Again, I just I you know I'll, I had one of my kids playing the game, which you know kids in horror, good stuff, right? That's right. Um, yeah, but I, I remember you know to me zombies, eh, it's all the same. You know, it's cool. It is what it is. But when I saw they made a movie, I was like, you got to be kidding me. And so I asked him if he wanted to watch it. And I saw something that they did with zombies that I've never seen before. Maybe you guys can call me out, but it was so cool. So, one, you see a zombie in a wheelchair. Love it. I don't know if you've seen that before.
1: I don't think I've ever seen a zombie in a wheelchair. It's
2: pretty cool. I mean, if you're in a wheelchair already, when you get attacked by a zombie, why would you assume you can walk after that? So you just start wheelchairing along. And the other <laughs> wait, one...
1: Wait, wait, wait. So, so he actually uses instead of just like... Because I, I imagine that like the crawling zombies that you see in things might have been somebody that used to be in a wheelchair. You're telling me that he puts his arms on the wheels and like yeah. wheels the wheelchair as he's going after people. From what I remember, yes. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I need but to even to <laughs> As if that wasn't
2: good enough, my favorite part was – this is so terrible to say you have to uh, not forget me. But you know those holders that you can wear if you're carrying your infant baby? Or, you know, you carry it around your neck. Baby nice Bjorn or whatever they're called. The Baby I Bjorn. I always, I always thought that it was a bad idea because I'm like, what if it broke? Anyway, yeah. So what happens if you turn into a zombie and you're carrying your baby? That's instant snack, right? Yeah, so imagine seeing that in the movie. I thought that was bravo because we talk about things that they do and don't do and PG 13 ratings and stuff. I mean, that was just full on awesome. There was no holdback. Like, daddy turns into a zombie, and I'm carrying my baby, so might as well feast. Rob Wriggle, by the way, that's who I was trying to get out, plays Frank West.
1: So, is it like a live action type of thing, or is it anime? Oh, yeah, it's a a live action. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay, I remember this might have to be something that I will look into. I
3: heard that I remember them that they were going to make it, but then it was like, oh, it's only on Crackle, and I didn't have it. So I was like, Crackle's
1: oh. free, bro. Yeah, is you it, just watch it with commercials. It. Fucking commercials. I know it's like Freaky. fucking paying for Hulu, which is bullshit. I don't And all the for commercials.
3: Hulu. See, so since Crystal works for Netflix. And we get Netflix for free. We hooked up her brother with the code. And since he pays for Hulu, he gave us the code. So we get Hulu and Netflix for free. <laughs> That's awesome. That's how you do it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, that was like, um, <laughs> no, talking about the commercials. Because like, it makes me think of the when I had Hulu before I had paid for it, oh, trying yeah. to watch, it, say, Dragon Ball. And there's like 40 fucking commercials <laughs> in
1: like five minutes. <laughs> it's like, I just want to watch the show. <laughs> Yeah, but I know Crackle does have a lot of really cool stuff. Like, I've had to, think, dip into the Crackle well, but getting audio from it is not the easiest. So, I, I, if I can find, a th- uh, like, a movie there. Like, if I had been able to find that one stupid fucking movie I was looking for. Oh, um, Cinco de Mayo? Cinco de Mayo. Did you know there's a Cinco de Mayo horror movie? Oh, I'm not i was actually surprised, though. There's This one is, like, an hour and 11 minutes long, and... Uh, spoiler alert, I was gonna try to do it and drop it as a bonus episode for tomorrow, since tomorrow is Cinco de Mayo as we're recording this. Um, but nowhere is it streaming. Like, I cannot find it anywhere, and, like, I found the Blu-ray version, but I don't have, like, a portable Blu-ray player to rip the audio. So, man, that that sucks. And I don't even know if it would arrive in time for me to do everything in one day, um, but yes, go out there and check it. It's about a Mexican teacher that is ridiculed and eventually becomes a killer um, on Cinco de Mayo. The trailer is really ridiculous. You can find it on YouTube if you do YouTube. Or, sorry, Cinco de mayo.com Go to YouTube dot com and then in the search bar press... No, you search for Cinco de Mayo slasher and then watch the trailer. And tell me if that is not the most awesome Cinco de Mayo movie you've ever seen. Well, trailer. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. If I can actually, you know, do it right. <laughs> so much for my surprises. There are actually two. There's another one about bringing people over the border. And I was like, uh, that's not a horror movie that I really want to be uh, talking about. <laughs> so, uh, I guess this is, again, this is the most awkward and best transition, uh, as we can get. But the other thing I want to talk about was the next movie theme that I was planning on doing, uh, and that is movies that scared you as a kid. So there are a lot of movies. And it's not just horror. I see people kind of post this in like Facebook memes. And I've seen it on Twitter, too, and, and different areas uh, where they're like, Oh, what's a movie that really scared you? And so I have two movies that I'm going to do, which as a kid, and th- these are kids' movies, straight-up kids' movies, that are dumb, silly, whatever they are. They're not truly, like, horror-horror, but it's... I want to talk about these movies because they had an impact on me on how fucked up everything was, and not just because Howie Mandel and Fred Savage are in one of them, along with Daniel Stern, but just because of... And his brother. And his brother, okay. They're all, you know, it's not just because of that, but really that... Like, I I just find it fascinating that when you're a kid, like, sometimes the simplest things can scare the living crap out of you, and they could be the dumbest things that you've ever seen. So, like, like, Dave, for you, what's a movie or, like, a scene in a movie that really kind of freaked you out as a kid, but never, you know, when you look at it now, you're like, why did that even bother me?
2: Ernest scared stupid. Did you guys see that?
3: <laughs> oh, I remember going to the. There was a um, theater in Hayward here that uh, by the mall, and before it was like the one of the last movies they showed there. And I, me, and my dad went and saw that movie.
1: Yeah. Oh, so man.
2: specifically, the scene where everything's hunky dory and the little girl's laying down in her bed. And she looks under her bed and nothing's there. And then she gets it, she just rolls over in bed, and the troll is laying in bed with her. Man, the bed is supposed to be a safe zone. So I remember I was like, surely it won't be in the bed with her. And sure enough, she turns around as a big old creepy looking troll right there. (laughs) And that was creepy, man.
1: Oh, Ito brings a good one up on the chat. Sorry to interrupt, but he says, Large Marge from the Pee Wee's Big Adventure.
2: Oh, no kidding. I was going to say that. that. One. Yeah. You know what? I recently watched that movie. I, I think I said that on my uh, pop culture podcast. I rewatched it because Tim Burton had uh, directed it. I'm like, oh, I got to give this a rewatch. And I remember when that scene was coming up, I was like, I wonder if this is going to be as scary as it used to be. And the good news is it only kind of was.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it. They never live up to like for me, it was the, the last scene in Spaceballs. Where they reenact Alien, and you have William Hurt, and he's on the table, and they they're at the diner, and the alien pops out of his chest, and then start to "Hello, my baby, hello, my honey, hello, <laughs> oh, my ragtime no. gal." Not, not again. again. <laughs> but that I could never watch that as a kid. Like I love Spaceball. Spaceballs is probably one of my favorite comedies of all time. Mel Brooks. You know, I'm so glad he's still with us. But but it's. I'm happy me like, and you got
3: to go see When they brought it back into the when theater. They brought that, back, that's a yeah. movie
1: you have to see in the theater, too. It, but it's crazy. I remember all the way, even until I was a teenager, I always had to close my eyes whenever that scene was coming up. And that's just from me watching it at home. Like, now I look back on it and I'm just like, I get the comedy in it, but why the hell was I afraid of this as a kid? Like, like it's so Because you saw dumb. Aliens with your uncle. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all my uncle's fault. <laughs>
3: And, oh. and Crystal and Angela were sitting there, like, "Yes, blood."
1: <laughs> we we got Ben over here on the chat, and he says, "Puppet Master got him when he was a kid." Did you ever see Puppet Master? There, Dave. Are
2: we talking about the actual horror movie,
1: the actual horror
2: movie. Well, of course, but that isn't that against what we're doing.
1: That's kind of against what we're doing. Like, but I guess if the, you consider that a kid, movie, terrifying. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, because there's there's a lot of bad stuff in that movie.
1: <laughs> there, there is. Well, you know.
2: <laughs> Speaking well, of bad stuff, did they make I Spit on Your
1: Grave" for the Atari? Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, just making sure I <laughs> didn't <to> miss <laughs> out on that one. Okay, what what exactly would that entail? Please, please tell me. Like, what type of game that would you be? Know, I've
3: never seen this movie. but I keep hearing how horrible it is. I
2: I really need to w- sit down and watch it. It's not for an eight-year-old, unfortunately. <laughs> oh. Well, it looks like we my got mentality. some movies to show
1: <laughs> your niece and nephew, Pat. Yes. Or your nieces. I'm down. <laughs> down to show I spit on your grave. Uh, but, uh, like, in in terms of, like, other movies, like, um, like were there any animated movies that used to freak you out? Like, an example would be that scene in Dumbo where he goes to the psychedelic elephants you heffa see the Heffalumpus and Woozles, or like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory when he goes to well, the tunnel. That's not animated. That's not animated, but I'm just saying that's another scene where are it's kind we, of weirdly. Is are that we is
3: going. Are we such flowing? weird
1: imagery in the background of yeah. that
3: film? Chicken getting the head cut off, and I'm trying to think. I feel like there is something animated that got me, and I'm just trying to think what it was because. I mean, I'm pretty sure there was something that freaked me out um
2: animated i'll let you guys is there something
1: dave anything for you
2: i can't recall any animated things that freaked me out i missed out on a lot of the uh disney movies growing up so i'm rediscovering those right now um but for me as a kid i just think of some of the tv shows you you're know just... i'm sure we'll get into that but you're just getting into disney movies Hey, man, don't judge me. (laughs) When I was a kid, I was watching I Spit on Your Grave. There was no time for Dumbo (laughs) and Black Cauldron, okay? Oh, man, that is
1: hands down my favorite Disney movie of all time, Black Cauldron. Um, And and this is where it's funny because there are two movies. I was actually going to bring that up as an example because, like, The Horn King, I remember everybody saying that The Horn King was so scary for kids, and this is why they didn't want people you know, the black cauldron got the bad rap that he did. I remember loving it. I loved the horn King. I was never afraid of him, but then you look at the last unicorn, which is this like light fluffy movie. And the fucking red bull used to scare the shit out of me. (laughs) And that's not even like that movie. Well, there was also the scene with the harpy and the harpy was fucking intense for a kid back there. And that's those old, like rank and bass, like half Japanese animated, half American animated films that they had back there. And it was like adult enough for me to be afraid of what was going on. But at the same time, it's so whimsical and magical, but the horn King, that character is just like, even if I look back on it now, it's a pretty evil and well done character and I can get why people are afraid of it, but I just never was as a kid.
2: You know, who was a artist on that?
1: Who was an art on the, that one was the, on
2: the black cauldron.
1: Was Don Bluth a part of that?
2: Tim Burton was
1: oh that's right
2: so you know talking about you know he redid Willy Wonka and you know we've already brought up the Pee Wee Herman stuff so he's always had that creep factor there I mean even Beetlejuice has its moments
1: oh yeah Beetlejuice definitely does there was I remember the scene where um Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin they try to get their scary faces Mm -hmm. like the transformation scene always used to freak me out like I could look at them afterwards but when they were stretching, she was stretching out her face into that long, like, duck nose type of thing. Or whatever, like, snout type mm-hmm. of thing. And the eyeballs coming no, no, out. Wait, I think he or was did that the nose. He, he did the chicken thing? Yeah, yeah, the chicken. And the she chicken did the thing. open mouth. Yeah. It, it, it was really, really freaky. Like, I, I remember I couldn't watch those little scenes. But the rest of it, you know, once they, once I see them, oh, I'm perfectly fine. Or when they go into, like, the other world... Oh, I was perfectly fine with everything I saw yeah. there. No problems.
3: I think something on Beetlejuice that creeped me out when I watched it for the first time. With the the, the was it the Room of Lost Souls or exercised Souls? To like to think that just being this limbo of, you know, when you are younger and you. That's back when I went to church more. (laughs) You're like, that could happen. (laughs) Was it it just the
1: word exercise? Is the the room?
3: I (laughs) was in shape when I was a kid. Fuck you,
1: (laughs) Ito here. I got fat later. Oh well, Ito says that the Hobbit animated movies uh, was freaky. Now, Um, I don't know if you guys ever saw the old Rankin Bass Hobbit movies because they did they did uh, the Hobbit and then they did. the return of the king so it looks in like that old style but then the people that did the two towers and the fellowship that was combined into one movie that was all weirdly animated uh as well but there were some really freaky things uh in those films as well that, well
3: you know what movie scares me to this day um, and it's not a horror movie well talk a lot Hocus pocus.
1: Well, anytime you have to see Sarah Jessica Parker, I think it's pretty scary. (sighs)
3: Iron Man (laughs) three.
1: Fucking that scares me every time because I I should have seen this fucking coming. (laughs) uh, I don't
3: know what I'm gonna do if that movie comes on. Like I just want to rip someone's fucking head off.
1: Some
2: God serious damn. hatred for some Tony Stark Part 3 there. Oh my...
3: Yeah, yeah. it wasn't Iron Man 3. It was the, the Tony Stark movie. He was in the with the suit for five minutes of the whole movie.
1: Oh, come on. You know, the Mandarin was in it.
3: No, the Mandarin was not in it. <laughs> ben Kingsley? <laughs> Shout Hi. out to Ben Kingsley. Hi, Where's my, I'm Dave. My horn? Hi, <laughs> I'm <laughs> Dave. <laughs> Anyways, but no, okay, for me... Um, going back to a movie that always scared me and creeped me out. I, I did have Pee-Wee on here, but was um Stand By Me. I think we talked about this before. And it it it's the scene at the end, I don't know and, and I went back and watched it later. <clears throat> well, I've seen it thousands of times, but I mean when I first saw it, I was a little kid and seeing when they showed the body the first time. For some reason it was worse in my head then the first time, the, then when I really realized it wasn't actually even that gory or nothing. Mm. But I think it was the pale face with a little bit of blood. The eyes are open, like, dead. Look, You know, and it was just lifeless. And maybe because I was a little kid, and I'm thinking, he's supposed to be a kid. But for some reason, when they pull that tree or bush or whatever off of him, when I was a kid, that scared the shit of me. And then for the longest time... When that scene, I knew that scene was coming up. Oh, I have to go to the bathroom. Or, hey, you know what? I need some water or something. Like, I personally <laughs> would leave the room not to watch that one scene. And it's nothing really that bad at all. But when I saw it as a little kid, that, it just freaked me out.
1: We got another good one from Ben here. He said the judge from Roger Rabbit. Christopher Lloyd's character. Oh, when he yeah. changes and his voice changes over. You mean like this?
3: That's right. <laughs> We just lost some people on that one probably.
1: <laughs> probably. Well, you know. Do you remember
3: what happened to your brother when he laughed?
1: <laughs> that movie has no business even fucking working as a kid's movie, to be honest. Because you've got an alcoholic detective who's upset the fact that his brother was a better detective than he was, more famous, dies, and now he's got to go help a rabbit. Uh, no, I think he becomes wife, an alcoholic
3: because his brother yeah, died. They were PIs was, together. But
1: remember? he was the more famous of the two. His brother was. Eh,
3: well, you know. A piano got fell on his head.
1: Got killed by a tune. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Shaving
2: a haircut.
1: Two bits. <laughs> uh, so,
2: what about um gremlins?
1: Oh, gremlins! It's weird because do you c- categorize gremlins as a kid?s I know it's PG, but that's before we really got into like the PG thirteen territory.
2: I saw it as a kid. It felt kind of kid appropriate at the time. I guess.
1: Well. It does. I mean, it is a good Christmas movie. You well, we need to for, sit down uh, well, the kids right. and teach them about how Santa is going to get eaten by little monsters.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, they really kept it away from horror horror. From the one scene, they said they they took out Which where was the mother the, scene on that? the mother would when the gremlins first catch and the mother goes upstairs to see. They they said they they had a scene, but they took it out where the mother goes up the stairs and her head goes rolling down the stairs.
1: Uh, so she gets killed by the gremlins instead of putting one in the microwave. Yeah, uh, that's hey,
3: a refrigerator that right there. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why they're like, "Yeah, well, this might be a little too much," and we want we're aiming these towards kids, you know, Gizmo. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: the hell? <laughs> <laughs> like hey, really you didn't know that here.
1: we we had Gizmo on the podcast, did you? <laughs> oh my God! Welcome, my special guest, Gizmo. <laughs>
3: Oh, shit. that's
1: as flawless as my other fucking uh...
3: <laughs> which ones
1: well actually your gizmo's pretty close though it does sound a little more like Stitch
3: I've never even seen that movie
1: you never seen Lilo and Stitch I've
2: even that. I've seen that
1: oh see and he doesn't watch <laughs> Disney
2: cool. I, don't, I don't like Hawaii people <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm glad that island is burning and a lava. And I'm just playing. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm trying to that
2: get was listeners. Not Phantom Dark Dave who said that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the terrible, Terror podcast does not uh, sponsor Hawaiians being burned unless it's in a horror movie. Uh,
3: <laughs> I'm supposed to go to Hawaii in January. Or no. At least I was just told. good luck with that,
1: buddy. Yeah, I <laughs> know. Yeah. They're not going to welcome you, you <laughs> with open arms anymore. You're not going to get laid <laughs> the moment you show up. <laughs> fucking kick you in the water <laughs> <laughs> were you Slam. on the terrible terror podcast
3: i mean like it hurt where you kicked me but this water is so warm it feels so good <laughs> now
1: now what about kaiju films like how did you guys feel about like watching those like the old godzilla films or uh gamera ultraman even if we go into a little bit of the teen uh, tv shows did you ever have any type of like fear towards anything that was shown within those films or were they just so cheesy that it didn't really matter?
3: They never, they never scared me, really.
1: Smog monster kind of scared me. Uh. Uh-huh. And Ghidorah, King Ghidorah, man, that thing had three heads. <laughs> fucking shot lightning out of his face.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I I can't agree with you. I'm sorry. <laughs> For me, it was all cheese. I was like, eh. I fucking it's love like, Godzilla, man. It's bad. Yeah, but it didn't scare me.
1: You know, sometimes uh, only you know? one
2: Godzilla movie scared me, and you reviewed it. Oh. <laughs> That's his favorite one.
1: Well, thanks for all the fish. Uh, <laughs> fish.
2: Imagine what you could do with three heads. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's where you go with the wife. Well,
2: that's kind of what I was saying.
1: Oh, Jesus. Uh, so um, then- I was going to say,
2: one does come to my mind just sticking with the uh, Tim Burton aspect. What about A Nightmare Before Christmas?
1: See, I don't know if I ever... I think I might have been a little too old to be f- afraid of it. I mean, there's... I love the movie. And that's a movie that I could sing from back to front the whole goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. You know, good. Danny Elfman, the, what he did with the music and the and the way he uses his voice in the film. It's great. Um, I, I, I'm such a Tim Burton apologist. It's just not funny. Like, even when he does a supposedly bad movie, I still fucking love it. Uh, except for... That last Alice in Wonderland, I can't promote that. But that wasn't even really him. Uh, he was producing it, but that, that, even the one that he kind of redid, the Jabberwocky was kind of freaky, but that was about it. Um, but it, it's so, it feels so much more magical, I think, in those films uh, than truly just like scary. Like, I, I don't see anything in that. I mean, there's, they're so. It's. I guess maybe the scarier part is him doing the Christmas stuff, versus the like the Halloween town. All the monsters just seem like, oh, we're fluffy and love, lovable. Even the freaking werewolf guy is like, he's got teeth, but man, I want to pet him and hug him.
3: <laughs> I don't know about pet him and hug him, but <laughs> oh, he's a dog.
0: <laughs> he's a werewolf. He's
3: a I, uh... werewolf.
2: I did have one, and I'll stop pitching these if I need to. Um oh, no! That just registered with me. I can't believe I haven't thought of it till right now. But I have to. This is this is my guilty one right here. So you guys have seen The Wizard of Oz, right? The original with
1: Oh, Judy I think Garland. I know where you're going with this.
2: So they made a sequel called The Return to Oz, and this movie kind of holds a special place in my heart because I used to have it on a VHS tape. But then somebody recorded over some of it. And I remember only getting to watch like a 20 or 30-minute segment. But that's all I had, so I would just watch it anyway. And for years, I thought I had just made it up because, you know, there was no Google and IMDb forever. And so you try to explain to somebody, oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure Dorothy like looks through this pawn shop place. And she's like picking up ornaments trying to see which ones are her friends. And nobody gets it. Like, yeah, there's like a color green. Well, it it is a sequel, okay. So basically, she goes through psychiatric treatment and she gets sent back. But Dorothy, instead of being Judy Garland, is played by was her name Faruka Bolt from mm, yeah yeah okay
3: Kraft and
2: – right right Waterboy yeah <laughs> um mm. the so in the first movie you had the Wicked Witch and then you had the creepy little monkey things bouncing around. Yeah, well, well, in Fire this Warriors. movie you had the Wheelers yes. and the Wheelers used to freak me out
1: i remember those yeah the the wheelers it's just the way that they moved and like they they had the really long legs attached to the wheels at the end of them like it wasn't Mm -hmm. natural and then there was i always remember getting freaked out at the scene where there's the lady that has all the heads yes and she can switch them out like again it's one of those films how is this a fucking kids movie like the, I
3: completely forgot about that scene too you just said that. It was she goes
1: to go get the the whatever the amulet or whatever she fucking needs and then all the heads start turning and looking at her yeah. and screaming and I was just like, "Oh my god, what the hell is this?" And this used to be on the Disney Channel all the goddamn time. And like that's how we watched it. Like my sister and I loved this film. And I I forget what the the king was called, like what his name was. I'm just
2: Um, happy that you guys have seen it. I've barely met anybody that even knows about this movie.
1: Yeah, this is one of my favorite films as a kid. Like, absolute favorite. And uh, Ito says, he says, they say the return to Oz is more true to the book than the uh, Wizard of Oz ever was.
2: Did you know that there is a silent film?
1: For Wizard of Oz? Oz?
2: Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime.
1: Ooh, I'm going to have to Mm. check that out now.
2: I wonder if it's... You know what we're missing?
1: <laughs> Maybe I, I know that they. Um, what it was that one with James Franco that came out a little while ago? The Wiz. The Wiz. That's the
3: Michael
2: Jackson
1: one, man. Yeah, when did James Franco become Michael Jackson? And how did <laughs> he come back to life?
3: Um, no, get on down. Um, get on down. All powerful.
1: Him? <laughs> it's eyes, Oz, Oz, right? right? Yeah. 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 The great and powerful. The great and powerful. powerful. Oz was and around great. there. That, that, that one, I think they. They were trying to get close to one of the books. Um, but it was just kind of an odd film. I mean, it wasn't bad. I, I, I Mila Kunis was it. cool.
3: I just the fact that James Franco was in it. I'd want to see it because I love James
1: Franco. Oh, I, I would just see it for Mila Kunis. Well, that too. You know. But if she doesn't get naked or anything. I mean, <laughs> she's never going to. God damn it.
3: Always cock-teasing that scarecrow. That's
1: right. Mean. <laughs> he was played by Ashton Kutcher. What?
3: No. <laughs> Well, all right. So I know we're talking about movies that aren't horror movies that scare you, mm-hmm. but i I wanted I wanted to talk about Child's Play because because so me and my cousin saw it when we were y- really young, and
1: don't tell me it was your uncle too.
3: No, was, we, we we actually weren't supposed to watch it. my my grandma and My grandma and grandpa had a um, one of the legal boxes. Well, we all did where we lived. We each had
1: one. And we were
3: watching *Child's Play*. And now, now, kids he, back
1: in the day, we used to have cable boxes—the black at, box, the black box where you get all the cable channels. Even Probably still porn. exists to gay to some to gay today in some shape or form.
3: But um, my cousin—I don't know if you guys remember these dolls, but they had the, um, the my buddy, my buddy dolls.
2: You ever, you ever see those, Dave? Never in person, but I the, I got corrected on the name once, and I had to look it up to see that wow, these actually did exist.
3: Yeah, so and it had like overalls and a similar shirt and whatever. So you know, we had just got done watching Chucky, and my me and my cousin looked at each other and were like, the the doll was sitting right there, and we're like, yeah, let's let's go put that fucker in the closet. <laughs> so we hit it like you know because it was we were freaked out. <laughs> we we went outside and did whatever, and we came back. And the doll was sitting in the same exact spot. And there was no one home. (laughs) Well, it turns out my grandma did come home. And she found (laughs) it randomly in this this closet that she never goes into. But for whatever reason, went in there, found it, put it back. And she just happened to put it in the same exact spot. But then she left again. So me and my cousin come in the house not realizing anybody been in the house. And there it is, sitting there. (laughs) So... Child's play when I was younger, that's the reason why it freaked me out a little bit more, was that doll until so my grandma was like, Oh, you know your doll was in the closet, right? <laughs>
1: well, Ito's also saying that you brought up a memory that his mom used to make dolls that face the wall and that looked exactly like the Chucky doll as well. She used to make dolls? Like he that's what he says, he used to make dolls.
3: Whoa. Whoa. For yeah. what?
1: I, for fun. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Did they ever talk to you at night? (laughs) Did any of them end up on Doll Island?
1: (laughs) Was any of them possessed by a killer? (laughs) And then eventually ended up with Jennifer Tilly. God damn it! (laughs) He's like, why can't I be with Jennifer Tilly? (laughs) Why can't I be Chucky?
3: (laughs) You probably take uh, shit face because he came out the vagina.
1: Jennifer Tilly. Alright, so... (laughs) what the fuck man i bring you on for this
2: all right i, I, I want to say one more thing it's not even a movie we're talking about kid movies right just making sure yeah,
1: we're, we're, yeah. no. now we're talking about vaginas so we're gonna talk about paranormal cracktivity next
2: <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna
1: go we're gonna go down dave's porno titles in a bit
3: hey man yes. i gotta say i came up with some good ones that i said i
2: thought <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know I was going to be taking ideas. <laughs> hey, that's what you get when you talk about porno and horno. Oh, uh, horno. Horror.
3: <laughs> you talk about porno and horror movies, my brain starts, starts moving. But uh, Is that the only thing that's moving? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus, come on. Uh,
1: this is a PG-13 podcast.
3: <laughs> that's right. We can talk about it, but we can't show it. <laughs> um, I'm going to say this that it, it scared the shit out of me when I was a kid and my mom actually reminded me of this because I, I actually kind of forgot that I used to be scared shitless of this but the thriller video
1: <laughs> come on what's wrong Vincent Price is perfectly fine
3: <laughs> well you should
1: remember when the song came out and how old I was well I mean it is Michael Jackson
3: I wasn't scared of Michael Jackson I'm scared of the song <laughs> of the zombies thank you very much
1: they were dancing. Like, uh, that one, I'm Well, once sorry. again,
3: I was like, what? Like, first grade or something? What, when, did the, when did that move, their song come out? Just in the middle of
1: the night tonight, all of a sudden, you're yes, this is Thriller.
0: <laughs> no! <laughs>
3: <laughs> but I thought, that, you know, we're talking about stuff that scared us when we were kids. I thought I'd throw that out there.
1: That's true. I mean, Dave, you were going to mention some uh, TV shows that you were afraid of or had scary parts.
2: Yeah, just the common ones you can think of. Stuff like Goosebumps and Eerie Indiana, Afraid of the Dark. Um, I thought all those were really good gateway shows. And the reason I was going to bring it up is, you know, I'm a dad and I got the kids. And, you know, my older older boys, they, you know, the oldest one, he's cool with horror. The next oldest one, he could care less, but he'll watch it. But then I have my younger two. That's right, four kids. How's it going? And you know they they don't show any interest in horror and it's like at what point do i try to get them involved and so you want to start simple and i think goosebumps is kind of the way to go so we talk about you know movies and tv shows we saw as kids but what about nowadays you know does it still hold up or you know is goosebumps not effective
1: so i'm not for me i never was a goosebumps person but are you afraid of the dark that i think still holds up Cause like you can still think about some of those episodes, and they were freaky for what they were, even as kids. And I think it's a good like (laughs) it's a good gateway drug uh, to other forms of horror. Like for for me, that was like a stepping stone to start to really get into Tales from the Crypt, for Mm -hmm. example. Like it really felt like it was you know the the low end of that whole series. So the the stories were creepy enough to where you could really as a kid get afraid of it but well crafted enough that as an adult now you look back and you're like man that still is a good story kind of like that the book series scary stories to tell in the dark Mm -hmm. you know they're still good stories but when you're a kid i think you're more afraid of them than you are now the illustrations too oh yeah those were horrifying
2: have you guys seen I saw something on Twitter the other day where somebody has taken modern day or let's let's just say 70s and up horror movies and are putting them onto what it would look like if they were on Goosebumps covers I yeah,
3: didn't I think um, I I saw I, that I think off
1: you,
2: of uh, I Black, Black Cat I think yeah, Andy, Andy was I think he it. showed yeah, it Oh man when I saw that I was like what you know I think the first one had Michael Myers on it so I clicked on it and opened it up and I just went down all the pages and I would totally buy those, man, just for wall art. Those are awesome looking, because they they look like legitimate Goosebumps books.
3: Mm -hmm. And and, and then reading
2: the titles, too, which was, you know, um,
3: well-matched. Yeah.
2: Um, I watched, just to prepare for this, I was like, I'm going to go watch an episode of Goosebumps, just to get that feel and that vibe for it. And I decided to watch one called It Came From Beneath the Sink, or maybe It Came From Beneath the Kitchen Sink, but... Uh, Brian, this is going to throw you back. So the last time I was on your podcast, we talked about Freddy versus Jason, right? Yes. So, <laughs> randomly, uh, in this episode, the main character was our girl Ginger Snaps from Freddy vs. Jason, Gibbs. Are you kidding me? I'm dead serious. She's in this movie, and she's got to be all of between 10 and 12 years old, and she's the main character. Oh,
1: Jesus. All I thought you were going to say it was uh, the, the other guy from the asylum.
2: Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> No, we had more fun making fun of Gibbs anyway because That's you know true. she wore the hat and she had the body double and all these weird <laughs> things. But um, I was watching this and I'm like, "Holy shit, it's American Mary!" <laughs> so it, it was totally cool to see that again. And uh, if you guys want to check out that episode, she's afraid of a sponge because the sponge has teeth. So
1: oh, so this sounds like it's almost getting into a Charles Band territory there. So you know
2: what? That's pretty close. <laughs>
3: You're thinking the sponges uh, Elaine used in Seinfeld didn't have teeth, right?
1: Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, did, were there any shows that like you maybe weren't... I don't want to say weren't supposed to watch. Because there were like a couple of things I remember that kind of freaked me out a little more as like a teenager. Of course, like The X-Files was a big one, right? So there were a lot of episodes. I still really loved the show. And it still holds up really well today. But I remember that some of the more, like, like horror, not necessarily horror aspect of them, but sometimes just the way that the storylines went and the, the subject matter was well, creepier than anything else.
3: Not necessarily say something I wasn't supposed to watch, but that did that. Um, Unsolved Mysteries.
1: <laughs> I could see that there.
3: You know, between the music and the... I forgot. The, I'm gonna go blank on his name. The, the narrator, Robert Hatch. Robert Hatch. His voice and the some do do of the do stories. Do 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 yeah, exactly.
1: Ito uh, says he loves the X Files, the Monsters of the Week episodes. Yeah, those were always like the fun ones to watch. But I always like some of the other ones, like they did the one with the um, was like the family of cannibals that they mm-hmm. they went out and saw, and like just kind of the the freakiness of that. Did you guys ever watch V? Like, no. back in the day? Like, the original V? The original V. Most of it. I, I don't think it holds up as well today. <laughs> but I remember being really freaked out, like, the idea. Maybe this is where the whole lizard people conspiracy came I from. going to be blamed on that goddamn show. Probably. But <laughs> they're just... I remember there was some other, like, show where... <sighs> I don't remember if it was a show or was a made-for-TV movie or it was a real movie. I can never remember the name of it. But it had to do with this kid finding out that his parents got kidnapped by aliens. And there was some, like, construction. I can remember vividly in my head, and it's hard to describe it. But that was something that was always, like, really freaky to me. Yeah, they did Itos. You know, they made a V remake in uh what? Not 2016. It was like 2014. Something while I, I just know the, around there. It, the was,
3: chick, the it was chick. The main chick. What's her name? That's the chick that's in Deadpool.
2: Yeah, I mean, really. Deadpool. That's where you pull her from. Firefly. Oh, and yes, Gotham. That's right. yep. yeah. Gotham. Yep. Gotham. Marina Bacharin. That, that chick her name is this? freaking gorgeous. She's smoking. Yeah. <sighs> Especially attractive.
1: in Deadpool. Yeah.
2: Hold <laughs> well, other side of her. I'd see either side. <laughs> yeah. But I remember see man growing up I didn't have the best Christmas ever. We we didn't grow up with a lot of money and I remember you had like my immediate family who I knew I really wasn't going to get a good gift from, but then there was the grandparent. You're like at least there's that and I remember my grandfather had bought me V, the original Mario series on DVD and this is, you know, in my first 20 DVDs I probably got and this is why I said I've seen some of it, is it's like a three-hour deal. And I'm like, hell yeah, watch it. Well, apparently when they released that, they released it in two sets, the original miniseries and then V, the <laughs> final battle. So to this day, I still haven't seen the final battle.
1: You still I haven't seen happened. the end of the goddamn series. No, Can't but I remember
2: it? Robert England.
1: Yeah, he that's was right. It. He's in yep. it. He's in the original series. It's, it's crazy. I, I just remember being like... I think when that you first saw, like, the lizard people, I remember just being freaked out. Oh, yeah. But, like, so, like, engrossed and just wanting to see the whole thing. And we used to watch it, you know, kind of when it came out. I, I can't remember exactly the year that it came out. I think it was, like, 83
2: or something, wasn't it?
1: I think so, but it lasted until, I want to say, like, 85, 86?
2: I don't know. I didn't see the end. <laughs> uh- <laughs>
1: But, but I just remember, I don't, maybe it was through reruns, or maybe through. I was only three. You know, yeah, you, so. yeah, I know, I know how old it was back then. Uh, <laughs> the oldest one here, God damn it! <laughs> well, there's.
3: I got a show that um, wasn't a scary show at all.
2: It was what was the one with Michael J. Fox was in? Uh, <laughs> Growing pains. Growing what? pains. What he wasn't in that was he? That was Leonardo DiCaprio. No, 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 they were both. Or was Was it it Family Ties? Family Ties, Family Ties. That's what it was, Family Ties.
3: There was was an episode, and I guess it was supposed to be like a Halloween episode or something. What?
1: No, no, go ahead. I just remembered something.
3: And there was something about, something on the back of their head. I don't even remember exactly what it was. I just remember it was freaky as shit. Like, it just, it scared the shit out of me. And I don't even remember... I can't even even give you all the details of what it exactly was. And it was, like, Family Freaking Ties. And it was... It was just, like, a a, a horror episode they did. I don't know if it was, like, supposed to be for Halloween. If it was just just an episode someone wrote. And it was, like... I don't know. I can't even give you all the details. I just remember there's that one episode... Like I said, I don't even remember hardly anything from Family Ties. Like, there's other episodes I can actually remember episodes of watching. Family Ties, nothing. That, in my head.
1: (laughs) Okay, now, you guys tell me if you ever watched this or if you even remember this. The one I remember, when you said Family Ties, you started talking about it. I don't know why it just suddenly popped in my brain. Punky Brewster. Yeah. There is an episode or, like, arc where it gets really dark for, like, two episodes. And it is ridiculous. Where all her friends are, like, dying or becoming, like, monsters or some shit like that. And her... or whatever her adoptive father goes, it's all, it's great. I just remember that being like so vividly being like so freaky and it's a two parter episode. And it turns out she's just kind of dreaming everything. I don't know if you guys are ever big punky Brewster fans, but that's I remember something my, my sister it. watched a lot and I end up in turn watching a lot of it as well. But just those two episodes like stick out like in front of me, like that's being some of the freakiest things is like kid TV that I can remember.
3: Yeah, I, don't, so, I remember Punky Brewster. I don't know if I remember those episodes, though.
2: Yeah, those episodes definitely do not stand out to me. But it's so funny you bring up Punky Brewster because I was in a antique mall the other day and they had a life-size Punky Brewster doll in the box.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, so I
2: can... Yeah, like it was creepy. It was like a four foot thing. Holy
1: shit! It was a yeah. four foot. So
2: I just
3: found yeah. something that said How Punky Brewster traumatized a nation. There
1: you I go. I opened
3: it up and look at the first picture.
1: That's that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> like there's this there's a picture of like her friend. I'm like am going to send Outside this, of a wall.
3: I'm going to send this to you.
1: It's absolutely nuts. <laughs> this, these two episodes are just so ridiculous.
3: And they even have uh, looks like they have um, some videos for it too. Oh man, that shit! Now I can't go to sleep tonight.
1: <laughs> P- Punky Brewster fucked me up as a kid. What can I say? More ways than one. Especially when she started developing. Then that was like, hey, uh... <laughs> hey, she was around my age when I was that young. Damn it! I
2: didn't
1: say anything. <laughs> like I said, you saying that maybe just
3: you saying that maybe just think of uh, when I told your aunt, you know, my mother-in-law. I said. Oh, you know, I said I've had a I had a thing for Kristen Dunst ever since Interview with the Vampire, and she's like, "Oh my God, she's like twelve in that movie." I'm like, "Yeah, well, I was twelve when that movie came out." I was like, "I'm not talking about. It. I just saw Interview with the View Vampire yesterday, <laughs> and had a thing for." Her.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's yeah, like me. What happened
2: mean, to Kristen Dunst anyway, man? She's she
1: doing a lot of Homeland. That's where she's on right now.
2: Oh, is she? Uh, I yeah, I think, oh oh no, right? is
1: that Claire Danes? I was That's getting Claire those Danes. two fucking mixed up, and I don't know why.
3: Um, No, she's been doing some like. But mo- you've been doing movies, but they're like more like. Like foreign and then so straight to vi- video kind of stuff.
1: I think she did. She got she, too old for Hollywood. There
3: was one movie that. Shh, you don't say that. Um, <laughs> there was one movie I did, remember her. She's supposed to be coming oh. out. And re- yeah, she, you must have just got the picture up. <laughs> yeah. No, Alan, no. Ugh. Yeah, there was something she was supposed to be in recently. I can't think what the hell it was now.
1: Uh, I don't know. It says that she's still. She's only thirty six, so
3: she's my. She's only a couple days before me, her birthday. I'm not a stalker or nothing.
1: That's like me and uh, my my love for uh, Christina Ricci. You know, seeing her back in the Adams Family movies, and she is my age. So you know, back in those days, I I remember I have. That Rolling Stone cover where she's all dressed in lingerie. That was in my room forever.
2: You know, did you ever see that movie Now and Then which Christina Ricci was in with Devin Sawa?
3: I also love that movie.
2: I've seen that my movie. My wife loves that movie. Have you seen it, Pat, with her? I've seen bits and pieces, but I've never So there's a scene in that movie that made me kind of tense too where um one of the girls goes down like the gutter like the storm drain because i don't know what they dropped something that was irreplaceable and she goes down there and then the rain's coming through and the water's like filling up and that's my big thing like i just i don't do good with water like i tell people if it wasn't for taking the showers i wouldn't touch the shit like nope (laughs) i don't like the feeling of being wet that's why you
1: go with all the energy drinks all the time
2: yeah (laughs) pretty much (laughs) But yeah, I just, you talked about Christina Ricci and it made me think of that movie. And I was like, oh, we're talking about things as kids, you know, like being stuck in a storm drain. And it's just filling up with water. And that, that reminds me of like uh, Final Destination five, 5, I think it was. Where is that the one where the girl's going through the car wash and the car like stops and she's got a sunroof and the car's filling up with water?
1: I, I don't know because I stopped that series after the one with the uh, roller coaster.
2: Oh, really? Well, I mean, at least you stopped before the really bad one. Four was god-awful. But just the idea of, you know, being stuck inside of a car wash and it going against you type deal, I was like, what a genius idea. I don't feel they did justice, though. So.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. but That's I,
2: okay. We can get back to Christina Ricci. I've seen Casper. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Remember that one scene where uh, uh, the great. ghost came out?
2: And... Remember whenever... Uh, there was Rodney Dangerfield and Mel Gibson all in the same scene.
1: Oh, yes. Yes, where where we had all the different changes over. Yep. Oh, boy. Casper, that movie was awful. She was the only saving grace because I could stare at her the entire time. You're I think so, I had my parents. You were so actually,
3: jealous of uh, when Casper kissed her.
1: Oh, and he became a real boy and he kissed her like, fuck, that should have been me. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I think at that time I had my parents take me to see it like a couple times just so I could see her. Like because it was like teenage her and that was teenage me and the hormones were just going and way see, too much.
3: Now I, I wish I could think of a third chick that you, you that you really into.
1: What like what's a third chick there? Yeah. Well, there is that one porn star. Oh wait, no really.
3: <laughs> like in these movies, with their...
1: I don't know. Everything else is just kind of the way it is. I, I I'm don't just saying really have...
3: I will give you a, a Mary fucking and oh <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Tilly <laughs> Christina Ritchie, I see a third one. <laughs>
0: Your
1: wife, my oh. wife. Oh. <laughs> I was waiting. I was like, "Oh me. well, you're gonna have to kill
3: the." W- I mean,
1: uh, <laughs> God damn it! Don't make me kill Jennifer Tilly.
3: Uh, oh, you would marry? Uh, oh, I'd more fuck the Wholesal shit out of Christina Ricci before I
1: get it on top of Jennifer Tilly. No offense, Miss Tilly. Um,
3: <laughs> this will be the one episode she listens to. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to go on that podcast. Fuck that
2: guy. <laughs> I'm not good enough for you, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, she's not good enough for me. Sorry, no, no. It, until she's played Lizzie Borden, you know. There you go. <laughs> Something about a woman with an axe is, just turns me on. Misery. Yes, yeah, so let's make Kathy Bates the <laughs> other one. Because I've seen Do about it. Schmidt. <laughs> Do it. Oh God. <laughs> this is an easy one. Kill her. <laughs> I'm like, kill her right Oh, yeah, she's probably going to kill me because I'm going to try to kill her. (laughs) And I'm because I'm a dirty birdie. (laughs) She's like, she's like,
3: podcast is for the devil. (laughs) I know it's not the same character, but same person, so it's funny to me.
1: Podcasting's not foosball, okay? (laughs) I'm not Adam Sandler, and this isn't The Water Boy. So, little Uh, Nikki.
3: Bringing it back around to little Nikki.
1: <laughs> so, are are there any other shows or movies that you guys can can remember, or that you can think of?
3: The hell was that?
1: That that was a random noises noises from a PC, I guess. <laughs> um, I, I not really.
3: I can think of a thought in my head. Like I said, there's still like, I feel like there's a cartoon movie somewhere that kind of creeped me out, but I just can't think of Fritz what the, the hell the it cat.
0: was. <laughs> Fritz the
1: Cat. That's when you saw cat boobs for the first time and it freaked the shit out of you? Or Howard the Duck? <laughs> oh, Where you Howard see duck, duck tits for the first time?
3: Howard the Duck.
1: Duck tits. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, Howard the Duck is going to be an episode of the podcast one of these days. I'm just warning everybody right now. Like, I loved that movie when I was a kid. It does not hold up. But as a kid, I fucking loved that movie. Uh, Whatever his name was, Jeffrey, you know, Ferris Bueller guy, principal.
2: Beetlejuice, too.
1: Yeah, Beetlejuice as well. um, As well as Mom and Dad Save the Earth, uh, which is another terrible comedy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. That that movie always has the mutton chops line that always kills me.
2: I, I remember seeing Howard the Duck as a kid. And then I rewatched it as an adult, and I had no idea that they did it together. <laughs> like that somehow slipped my mind as a kid, and then I'm rewatching as adult. And I'm like, are, are Leah Thompson and the duck gonna really? <laughs>
1: yeah, they, they <laughs> manage? They... I...
2: How did I miss this?
1: I don't know. She must have a scork tr- cr- blah, corkscrew <laughs> vagina, uh, to be oh, able to man. take that duck penis. <laughs> I mean. I don't even remember I, the duck tits in the beginning of it. Like, until I watched it. And then you, he flies through on the chair as he's being sucked to earth. And there's the duck bathing in the damn thing. And duck tits just fucking hanging out there. Jesus. Like, somebody had to make that puppet.
2: And Mar- Jim Hansen, Marvel <laughs> already had their hands on that movie by then?
1: Um, I don't know. I think Marvel was credited because, you know, it's their property. Yeah. But I don't think they had their hands in on the movie. That was all George Lucas. And it's oh, weird okay. that even George Lucas would yeah. do that movie. I, I remember the, the big alien thing being really creepy and kind of scaring me as a kid. But you don't really see it that much.
3: Yeah, it's just towards the end.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, there's a whole scenes with that guy and he's like slowly changing over. He's the, the bug guy from, uh, you know, Men in Black before that even became a thing.
3: Wasn't he like a child molester or something? Well, he.
1: yeah, we, but we weren't planning on talking about that. Yeah, and that's exactly what uh, Ben said as well. That guy got arrested for kid porn. <laughs> yep.
2: Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeffrey, it's, an
1: <laughs> that's, that's it's a sad thing, man, because Jeffrey I loved goes. that guy back in the '80s. I mean, that was like the go-to, like, kind of comedian. Even in some of the '90s, wasn't even that one TV or not that one TV, but that movie with uh, Matthew Broderick, uh, I think, where they're going through all the like hell TV shows.
3: No, no, that well, wasn't Matthew Broderick. That was, was, uh, that? Uh, was like, J- Ritter. <laughs> um, oh, John Ritter. John Ritter, yeah, John Ritter. yeah stay that's tuned. Right. Stay tuned. Yeah, he played the devil. Yeah. Or
1: I guess <laughs> the, the devil demon or whatever,
2: or, yeah. whatever it was. I, I love that movie, by the way.
1: Oh, I love that movie too. I, I haven't seen it. I wonder if it holds up. Have you ever seen that, uh, Dave?
2: It's one I've passed on. I have had somebody tell me about it, but I, you know, I'll tell you what, next time it comes on, I'll hit the record button. We'll see what's up.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just, I think it's good just to see the hell TV shows. Like, all the things that it gets put through. Like, some of that's really ridiculous, and some of it, I just don't know if it holds up, and don't, uh, you know, hold me to that one. If it's a piece of shit, no, think, <laughs> then that's my I think crappy. It's pretty good. I mean, huh. you know. But yeah. if you've, know, it's like somebody that's. Eugene maybe, Levy's in it, too. Eugene Levy is in it. Uh, but I'm saying like somebody that's never seen The Goonies before and sees it nowadays some people don't like it but fucking love that movie because they never say die (laughs) (laughs) stupid
2: so what would you do for Howard the Duck I mean that's a little outside of what you do normally on your show so you'd have to squeeze it into a special episode like a anniversary episode or maybe you can have a bestiality month there you go (laughs) oh
1: okay that's a good idea (laughs) Uh, hey, so this hey, oh, he's this is erotica. Yeah. <laughs> That's right.
2: Oh, I love Clerks too.
1: What? Well, what would be the second movie? Like it would be like a hentai or some shit like that. Here's tentacle porn from the second part of the month. <laughs> this one has a, a story.
3: There's got to be a werewolf movie out there where like <gasps> mm. Wolf Cop.
1: Oh yeah, it could be Wolf Cop or um, what's what's that one movie with Christina Ricci? Cursed. Yes. There you go. Yes. <laughs> well, you do, do terrible movies sometimes. Yeah, that's so. true. Uh, no, but there's got to be something else where, again, interspecies erotica happens. Species species have already been done.
2: Already done, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Unless I do, like, Species 2 where somehow she comes back yeah. and there's the guy from space. They have Damn. to get together. Uh- <laughs> I don't know if it's a good thing that we're sitting there trying Let's to think up. of... Uh, it's really good that movies. we don't know these, right? Yeah, it's very good that we don't know these at all.
2: I usually watch them on YouTube. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just go to <into> YouPorn and <laughs> type Heyo. in sci-fi bestiality movie <laughs> and see what pops up. Recently viewed. Wait, what? Do you... No, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that link purple? I don't understand. <laughs>
3: so Someone watching started typing and they realized... No, maybe I should. Maybe maybe I shouldn't put Ito. it in the chat room. No, disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> hey,
2: Ma, your phone's connected to Apple TV. You might want to hurry and shut that off. <laughs> uh oh. Why are all these uh, Bestiality alley movies in your cloud? <laughs> I've, I've never seen anybody pet a horse that
1: way. <laughs> oh God! Now it'd be me reviewing the Mr. Hands videos. What it would end up being? Uh, you guys don't know what Mr. Hands is. Oh. No. That's the one where the guy tries to fuck the ho- fuck the horse and ends up dying because of it.
2: Oh, that's no good.
1: Yeah, it's no good. It's called Mr. Hands. Don't look that up. That. Do not I Google had... search that. Is... Try not to. <laughs> I'll like, oh. oh, try not to too. <laughs> sudden you hear, here. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> that is one so big what the... horse cock.
3: <laughs> yeah. And we're back to cock. <laughs> we're back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, little Nikki. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, product placement, product placement. Um. I'm so, not Nikki? Uh, well, I think that's uh, been a very fun chat, you guys. Little oh, Nikki! What, were you afraid of little Nikki? No!
3: Interspecies, remember the beast thing and the tit head? <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> they had a litter! And then the dog and the rat. I'm not making a bestiality month. <laughs> No, no hashtag beastiality. It's coming back, rub. little Nicky saved it. Wouldn't that be like demonality or something like that?
2: It's a new still, thing. It's here to stay. It's here to stay. It's Still different species.
1: Uh-oh. Go, well, go hide in your corn trees and go get your cocaine rub on and watch some little Nicky beastiality with your heroin and yeah, with your heroin.
2: <laughs> oh boy, Mr. Hands.
1: Yeah, Mr. Hands. Uh, hashtag Mr. Hands. Um <laughs> well so I think that's gonna be it for uh, the this episode I think you both the BC for, for the BC Audi Podcast. But before you guys go, uh let's play the trailer for the next movie that we're gonna do. And of course, uh there's going to be two, and the first is Little Monsters. And it's going to play as soon as Brilliant! Ever
3: wonder why kids get blamed for everything just because their parents can't explain it? Hey, I didn't
0: do anything. You're dead, mister. The reason's right under your bed. Hey, bud, the name's
3: Maurice and I'll catch you later. What goes on down there is every kid's fantasy. It's magic. No teachers, no rules, no homework. (laughs) And the best part is you don't see any parents telling the kids what they can't eat. We're the reason kids get locked in their rooms.
0: (laughs) We're the reason brothers hate their sisters. (laughs) We're also the reason that parents send their kids back to camp. Little Monster. Fred Savage. Howie Mandel. They act up when the sun goes down.
3: I do not Remember that trailer with that with the what's his name voice, the, the, the guy from uh, Robin Hood, Minute Tights. No news, it's good news.
1: <laughs> it's a pretty odd trailer for that film, um, but it's definitely a kids' film. Uh, it definitely freaked me out when I was a kid, uh, especially when they went under the bed into the monster world, and even the theme of the other monsters, like the makeup and everything for that uh but i remember it not being a very good film but uh, ito says he loves it so and i want to talk about it so we're going to do little monsters for the next film which is available on netflix uh currently so you can watch it and stream it that way and um
3: ito is that why in those uh workout videos you put on youtube you always have a bunch of flashlights around for safety
1: Make sure the monsters don't come out. So uh, there's only one thing we need to do before we leave, and that's a little something uh, called plugs. So, uh, Dave, what would you like to plug? Not a
2: horse. I'll tell you that right now. (laughs) God damn it. But uh, I'm Phantom Dark Dave. You can hear me over at the Black Cat Shadow, where we do a lot of horror and some horror. What are we going to call this? Some lore lore you know fact and fiction mixed up and then also over at uh, dave's pop culture podcast where i'm kind of a maniac and i release episodes whenever i feel like it anything from general conversations to some just breakdowns of tv shows and things that are classic so
1: yeah i can't keep up with it like it seems right when i'm about to finish an episode all of a sudden you pop out another one
2: i specifically do that just to throw you off
1: oh okay thanks Yet, yet you haven't had me on yet. What's up with that? No, <laughs>
2: were we not just talking about that, we, sir?
1: We were. We were just okay. talking about that. I'm just giving you shit. <laughs> and uh, uh, Pat, what do you want to plug? Uh, well,
3: um, <clears throat> you can find my YouTube channel at Solo Sixty Four, and you can uh, find my podcast Paranormal Pativity uh, on Twitter at Par- Paranormal Pat Sixty Four. Also. You can email me at ParanormalPat64 and uh, at gmail.com. Might help if I give you the whole freaking thing. Maybe. Always looking for stories um, or experiences to to share. Um, I'm going to have a new episode up this week also. But you can also um, go check out my blog at PatrickStot64.blogspot.com.
1: And then uh, for... I guess for me, it's always, you know, all those lovely things out there. Facebook, uh, Terrible Terror Podcast, T underscore, T underscore podcast on Twitter. Uh, you can go Instagram, Terrible Terror Podcast, Horror Amino, all that fun stuff. We're always out there. Uh, and then Patrick and I also do another podcast called If Be Like That. You want to hear us shoot more shit? Uh, and maybe we'll bring Dave over there one of these days uh, as well to talk non-horror shit uh, and just random crap. Um, but uh, you can always check out that podcast as well. So next time, uh, we're going to be watching Little... Not Little Nicky. <laughs> little <laughs> Monsters. Jesus Christ. Little Nicky Mickey is getting on my fucking like, brain here. Um, and so with that, then, you know, I leave you guys until next time. Thank you if you guys joined us on the live stream, everybody that chatted with us today. Um and uh, is there anything else you guys want to say before we uh, sign off?
2: I had a great time. It was great hearing from everybody that commented. Thank you for uh, participating in a Bryant, I'll see you tomorrow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, so thanks, everybody. We'll catch you later.